As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends Radio's coverage of tonight's preseason finale between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Miami Dolphins. I am Bo Wolf, joined as always by Zach Berman. We are coming to you live from about 12,000 miles away from Hard Rock Stadium, where the Eagles will close out their preseason game with the specter of Tuesday's cuts to the 53-man roster looming very large for the players who will play tonight. And the most important Eagles, well, most of them will be on the sidelines. And I bring in my partner now, Zach. Zach, what is your expectation for who and what we are going to see on the field this evening? Bo, it's great to be here. Always look forward to the preseason finale. I know it doesn't get the same type of fanfare as some other games. And certainly, as you mentioned, you're not seeing the regular players. But if you think of preseasons past, this was where Tim Tebow had his finest moment with the Eagles. This was where Emmanuel Acho was a star before he was a star. So this third preseason game is a chance for some of these down the roster players to either uh, impress the coaches or perhaps make an early name for themselves. I'm looking for quarterback Reed Sinet. Uh, the Eagles have a decision to make on the third quarterback, and Reed Sinet, who has played well in practice, but inconsistent in games, looking to see if he makes that next step. Also, from reports in Miami, Boston Scott not playing tonight. That means Kenny Gainwell is the lead back in a very short backfield. So curious to see what we see from Gainwell. You know he's going to be on the roster this year. 
but what strides does he make? As far as roster competitions, definitely the defensive backs. That's a spot that I'm looking for. They're missing some key players here. Uh, Josh Job, Josiah Scott, those were, and when I say key players, I mean key players for the final preseason game. Those were players on the bubble. They have been injured throughout the week. So if they are not there in this game, does somebody else push for that for the playing time. I will be watching that battle very closely tonight. And of course, another interesting wrinkle here tonight, Zach, these two teams supposed to have two joint practices leading into tonight's game, but there was only one and that was on Wednesday. And it seemed like the dolphins did get the better of that day. And then the, the dolphins had a bit of a, uh, a bit of a stomach bug going through the team. It is dinner time for most of our listeners. So we will spare the details but that practice, uh, the second joint practice was canceled. And so these two teams facing off for the first time since Wednesday's practice, which was a little bit contentious. Yes, that Wednesday practice, I need to say the Dolphins were the team that had the edge that day. Now, the Eagles were coming off of a, uh, I would say, long road trip. They were in Cleveland for four nights. They get to Philly. Just enough time to change their laundry to fly down the South Florida playing in the heat against the good team. We didn't get to see that second day when I don't expect to see regulars for either team tonight. But what I observed in that practice was uh, an Eagles team that still has work to do defensively against quarterbacks who can be accurate, beat them underneath is willing to take what's there. Um, this defense is better personnel wise than one year ago, but are they better schematically than one year ago? I guess we'll see on September 12th in Detroit. Now, Zach, you mentioned September 11th, rather. You mentioned Reed Sinet, the Eagles' third string quarterback. I do agree that he will be one of the star players tonight in terms of who will be under the spotlight. Uh, you asked Nick Sirianni earlier this week uh, how often he likes to keep a third quarterback. Sinet, of course, the third year quarterback from San Diego, who was on the Dolphins last year before they released him and he was claimed by the Eagles. Been a very revenge game, if you will, tonight, right? And I I would also add that uh, Reed Sinet started his NFL career as a camp body and a practice squatter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where he played under Tom Brady there. So uh, the lineage of quarterbacks with whom he's, he's, he's worked, certainly prestigious in that regard. Uh, Reed you do Sinet, love to kiss that ring. <laughs> well, there are many rings to kiss there with Tom Brady. He's he's won quite a bit. Um, as as far as as Reed Sinet, this is this is my book on on him. Good size, good arm. That's that's what's jumped out to me. Haven't really had a chance to get to know him quite a bit, so can't tell you what he's like in that regard. But what I can say is that he's done a good job running this offense. Now I don't know if you're going to get the facsimile that you would if Jalen Hurts was in this offense. It's, it, it, it might, there might be some adjustments when, adjustments when Sinet's on the field. But Sinet, I, I think he can stretch the field a bit more. We saw that throw against Cleveland hitting Devin Allen deep downfield. Uh, so does have an arm to work with. All right, Zach. Well, the teams have just gone to the middle of the field, the captains for tonight's coin toss. And it looks like, uh, well, it's hard for me to tell yet which team. It looks like the Eagles will be starting on defense. Jake Elliott on the field to kick off to a Dolphins team that uh, is looking to 
make some hay while being, you know, in the center of the league spotlight for some chicanery by the owner. Uh, so I, I was looking up Reed Sinet's bio as you were speaking there. This Dolphins team this year, uh, what what jumps out to me is similar to what we can say about the Eagles. The quarterback is a big question mark there. They made some major changes this offseason, adding Tyreek Hill like we've seen. Uh, they have two new backs in the backfield, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert. They have some intriguing pieces on the defensive side, adding Taron Armstead at left tackle. So they've done a lot there, but they need Tua to make a leap in year three. He's been a winning quarterback in the NFL, but he hasn't been consistent enough in terms of production for him to be, uh, for, 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 for you to say they are a certain playoff team. They also have first-year coach Mike McDaniel comes from the the Kyle Shanahan tree, and so you'll you'll see uh, um, interesting run formations tonight, and that's something that can help the Eagles after a week in Cleveland seeing the same against the Stefanski group. A deft job by you, as always, stepping aside from the touchy topic with the owner. Uh, you wanted to talk about Tom Brady and kissing the rings. That owner uh, wanted to do the same. But not something that you wanted to talk about. So uh, the Dolphins will start after a touchback by Jake Elliott on the 25-yard line. And it looks like they have their starters in, Zach. A bit of a surprise. Maybe you might think that it has something to do with not having that second uh, joint practice. But Tua Tungavailoa is under center as the Dolphins prepare to move from left to right on your radio dial at the 25. He is under center. As the tight end goes in motion in 12 personnel, it's play action. He looks to his right. It's a deep bomb downfield to Tyree Kill, who beats Kayvon Wallace for the very long connection on the first play of the game. Yeah, so you see that there. First off, nice. Uh, uh, it's it's it, a nice play action. Always good seeing a lefty quarterback. He's the only left-handed starting quarterback in the NFL. Hits Tyree Kill deep. Tyree Kill beat Kayvon Wallace, as you'd expect. Underthrown pass could have been seven if he, or at least six if he if if he let him. I wouldn't worry too much there. Tyree Kill does that to a lot of defensive backs who are better than Kayvon Wallace. So. Uh, that's just par for the course with them playing their starters tonight. First and down from the 24, and it's another play action, and it is another first down completion to Tyree Kill, this time with Jaquaski Tart in coverage on that first play, that big bomb. It was Mac McCain who was initially covering Tyree Kill on the way down the field. And so what's, what I would also be looking for here with the Eagles on the field right now, and this could be a short drive given Miami's production, is you have Jordan Davis in the middle. They're, they have a three-man front here. Uh, they, the, the edge rushers here, in, in particular number 75, Jackson, player to watch, second year out of Coastal Carolina, has come on, I would say, the past few weeks in camp to, to really impress. Well, speaking of Tyree, Ty, uh, to Ron Jackson, he does a good job there stringing out the Raheem Mostert run for just a one or two yard gain on first and 10 from the 11. That'll set up second and long from inside the 10 yard line for the Dolphins on this opening drive after only three plays. You've seen all of the Eagles practices this summer. How do you feel that their backup edge rushers are? Because if you recall a year ago, they lose Brandon Graham really affected the pass rush. How do you think they can withstand an, an injury to a pass rusher this season. Well, Zach, I have a job to do to call the game here. So it's second and da- second and seven from the eight. Another play action passes. Tua hits Mike 
No, no that River Craycraft. That is River Craycraft, former Eagle, number 85, yeah. for a touchdown on the opening play. And it was a mismatch in terms of starters against backups, but boy, did that drive look like a mismatch. Yes, and that was Kerry Vincent Jr. on River Craycraft. River Craycraft, who uh, s- spent a little bit of time like the Eagles, like uh, I- I- I'm sorry, with the Eagles, like you mentioned, was also in San Francisco under Eagles special teams coordinator Michael Clay. Um, what what you see there with Craycraft is he's a player who also mixed it up with some Eagles uh, defensive backs during or some defensive players during training in the training camp practices this week. So I imagine this is a meaningful touchdown to Craycraft in addition to whatever it means for the team. Jason Sanders, the Dolphins place kicker, puts it through the uprights to make it 7-0, and that'll send us to break. A tough start for the Eagles defense. We'll see if it's Gardner Minshew or Reed Sinet who gets on the field when we return. You're listening to coverage of the Eagles-Dolphins on Birds with Friends Radio. Should I actually send us to break? Yes, and so now we break character, right, for the break? Is that the plan here? Yeah, I guess so. Why not? Okay. Abs- I, I, I know I tend to gaze you up on these podcasts, but I, I mean it. You are a natural in that play-by-play role. Well, you're doing a very good job as the, as the color man. Just, you got a lot of facts. To, you got a lot of stuff to dish out. Just trying to keep stride. I, I, I would also say the the Stephen Ross question there. I, I, there are times I try to avoid what you ask. That was not one of them. I was actually self conscious about whether I was saying Reed Sinet's name correctly or not because, as we discussed on a previous podcast, uh, the the call, the radio call, had it different. And so the Eagles media guide here, if if you can see, has the uh, the pronunciation and it's Sinet. Read Sinet. So it's not Sinet. It's Sinet. Sinet. But to they emphasize the S-I-N. Sinet. Yeah, Sinet. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Okay. How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Been been uh, waiting for this today. This has been the I, – I wish I was in Miami. I got to admit that. I mean, I'm not – look, I, I'm a company man, as, as we've acknowledged, but uh, – I believe that, you know, you, you want to be at everything and I want to be at these preseason games, but short of that, happy to be doing this. Think it's a good way to engage with our audience. Um, there were uh, thankfully positive reviews after last week's a brief play by play of the game. So now we're, we're giving it a try. We'll be here for two hours and ex- it, it, excited to see how it goes. All right, we are back on Birds with Friends Radio. Bo Wolf, the award-winning journalist Zach Berman here to tell you what's going on in the preseason finale between the Eagles and Dolphins. And Zach, I think this is a, a bit of an interesting scenario here for the Eagles as you have the backups, you know, second and third teamers going up against starters. You might make the case that, you know, this is an interesting choice by the Dolphins, but I think it's also good for the Eagles as they make these cuts to have the context of what these players look like going up against start starters. That's a fair point. I, I, I did not think about it that way, but that certainly makes sense. I, I, I was thinking whether it's a reaction or not to uh, the game, the, the um, mispractice, but I don't know if, if that's the case. I mean, Mike McDaniel comes from the Kyle Shanahan tree, like we said, the 49ers played the Texans the other night 
And the 49ers started starting quarterback Trey Lance. They had Debo Samuel out there. They had Brandon Ayuk out there. I mean, they had George Kittle. So this 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 might just be a philosophical difference between Nick Sirianni and, and Mike McDaniel. All right, the Eagles now moving from right to left. First and 10 from the 25. Gardner Minshew in shotgun. Kenny Gainwell to his left. Eagles in 11 personnel. Minshew drops back to pass. Looks to his left. Delivers a strike to Deion Kane, who was so good last week. That's another first down for your Philadelphia Eagles. Deion Kane, who we also covered in last week's show, and I imagine we'll be hearing quite a bit from him tonight. Curious to see his roster chances because he's not someone who is top of mind when it comes to special teams. As a receiver, I think he's played well enough to potentially earn a spot. But when you think about those five, six spots at, at wide receiver, you need to have special teams contributions, and that's not Deion Kane. First and 10 from the 36 there, a screen to Kenneth Gainwell that does not go for very long. Second down and nine now, second and 11 from the 35. Minshew and shotgun looks to his right, looks to his left, throws again in the direction of Deion Kane, and once again, it is a first down, and there's a flag on the play. Did we use the Kane is able joke last week? <laughs> and that, of, 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 of course, from a great football movie. Uh, you are an expert on second team and third team offensive linemen. What are you seeing from left to right tonight? Well, left to right for the Eagles, Andre Dillard at left tackle, Sua Opeta at left guard, Cameron Tom, the veteran journeyman at center, Coyote Awashika at right guard, and Jack Driscoll at right tackle. Uh, Jack Anderson was dealing with an injury during the week. Not out there. That is interesting as Minshew takes the shotgun snap. First and 10 from the 50, hits Gainwell, who's darting across the middle of the field, makes a man miss, and looks to get right near the first down marker, Gainwell, Zach, a player who had another, another good week last week. Agree, and he had to rebound after missing some time earlier in, in camp. The Eagles in no huddle here, uh, so these are going to be quick. But uh, as as we see here, I'm 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 curious. Are you surprised that Cam Jurgens and Boston Scott are two of the players out of uniform tonight? Another pass there for Deion Kane. This one falls incomplete on second and short. That'll set up third and one. And I would say that Boston Scott uh, does not surprise me, nor does Cam Jurgens. Jurgens too important to this team to risk injury. Boston Scott has established himself as that veteran presence. Any chance that Cam Jurgens' absence could be a tell for Jason Kelsey's week one availability? I'm not so sure I'd speculate quite that much, Mr. Berman. Third and one now. Shotgun snap. The handoff goes to Gainwell, and he is stopped by, looks like that is Zach Seiler, the defensive tackle for the Dolphins. And Zach, do you think that Nick Sirianni will go forward here on fourth and short? So Nick Sirianni's been particularly aggressive in uh, the preseason games this year, more so than he was last year. So I am saying yes. Uh, I was curious if and they if, are indeed if, on the field to go for it. I was curious if he's going to try to put his special teams in some different situations tonight to see those groups, whether it's Jake Elliott the long field goals or fourth and one here, 13 personnel. Deion Kane comes in. It's a tight formation. The handoff goes to Gainwell and it looks like he just barely gets it. Zach, Kenny Gainwell. Can he, despite his size, be something of a, an inside the tackles runner for the Seagulls offense? Could be. I, 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 that's, that's not the role I would expect for him. I, I do believe that Miles Sanders will be your top guy and Boston Scott number two. And like I've been saying throughout the summer, Jalen Hurts is uh, the short yardage and goal line back. I don't have the fourth down numbers in front of me, but having written it this week, I believe the Eagles are now 
six of nine on fourth downs nice. in the preseason. So uh, F, to give you some context there, going into week 16 last year, they converted the fewest fourth downs in the NFL, and they they had, I believe, they were fourth to last in fourth down percentage. Uh, so for the Eagles to uh, be going for fourth down more this season or, or this preseason, it could be an indication that Nick Sirianni might be more aggressive in year two. All right. Well, we head to break now, Zach, because uh, a bit of an interesting development. Looks like Gardner Minshew is leaving the field, shepherded off by a trainer. We'll have more when we return on Birds with Friends Radio. We're still here. Yeah, I, I I just rewinded my my footage there. That's interesting to me. I'm trying to see what happened. I, I was a little surprised that we saw Minshew in this game. It was a handoff. Minshew away from the play, wondering wondering what that could be. Um, maybe if, if it was from a previous hit, if it was uh if if this was a, a, a natural thing, certainly something to watch. I ask as well, those as, of you watching live, yes. uh, if they say what's going on on the broadcast, we don't have the audio. Let us know, please. So that I was about know. to say that. Put that in the comments because, yeah, I, I don't have the audio. And that is a major development for this team and for the 53-man roster as well. Although, is it, uh, is, is it possible that they didn't get the first down and that's why they were leaving the field? Oh, that, that actually could be possible. Um, let me pull up the play-by-play -play here. Uh, yeah, the the uh, yeah Kenny Gunwell, it's first and 10 for Miami. So wow. actually, oh, there that, you go. Okay, so yeah. that's not not an injury to mention. Not an but... injury. No. All right. Okay, that, that's where we need a spotter. All right, well, we are back on Birds with Friends Radio. And, uh, you know, we, we don't get it perfect here. Uh, <laughs> it's the preseason for us, too. It turns out that Kenny Gunwell did not get the first down marker, despite looking like he got it. On the broadcast, the reason Minshew left the field, well, that's because the entire offense left the field. And that means that Tua Tungavailoa back on the field for a second series with the starters on offense for the Dolphins. Well, candidly, I, I would say a better outcome for the Eagles is not converting that than converting it in mile in and and Gardner Minshew being injured. So uh, I correct myself, the Eagles are now five of nine if that was not a conversion, but a healthy backup quarterback. Nice is an important thing there. Uh, I don't understand the joke. Um, as, as, as as we get to see Miami here, yeah, I, I right. don't know what more Mike First McDaniel needs to First and 10 from the 41 for the Dolphins. Tua under center, hands off. Looks like that is Mostert once again, and he beats Mac McCain to the outside. It's a long run for Raheem Mostert. The former Eagle, former preseason star. That's the kind of thing that you can see in these games, Zach. Exactly. And, and, you know, preseason is full of these sliding door scenarios, right? Uh, he's someone who did not make the team that year, and he's gone on to have a, a good NFL career. Um, he's he's in what year? Uh, he It was the 2013 summer. It, it might have been that, 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 that he was here. So uh, been in, in different situations. San Francisco, he had 772 yards. In 2019, catch the ball very fast. Good special teams player. That's a decision the Eagles would probably like to have back. Miles Gaskin gets the carry on first and 10 from the 33 for the Dolphins. Goes for a couple yards. That'll set up second and long for this Dolphins offense. That is continuing to play with their starters against the Eagles backups. Now, Zach, you mentioned the uh, Jordan Davis, the Eagles first round pick. He is in the middle of the line tonight. And it looks like Teron Jackson and Patrick Johnson 
and Milton Williams are out there as well. As the Eagles jump Marlon there, yeah. Below two as well is actually next to uh, Jordan Davis. Second and seven now from the 30. Tua in shotgun. Looks to his right, looks to his left. And the sack for Patrick Johnson last year's seventh-round pick, continuing a resurgent camp for Patrick Johnson. Yeah, the the uh, the 2021 draft continues to look better for Howie Roseman, Patrick Johnson, and 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 Teron Jackson. Not two players who, coming off of last season, we might have thought would have futures with the team, but both of them have looked good this summer and are going to have backup roles for and the And again, Eagles. the context: he's going up against a starting right tackle, former first round pick Austin Jackson. All the more impressive that sack by Patrick Johnson, setting up third and 14 now. From the Eagles, 37-yard line, Tua in shotgun, delivers a pass deep to his right, and then falls incomplete. Looking again for River Craycraft, Mac McCain this time in coverage to force the punt or a field goal, depending on what uh, Mike McDaniel chooses to do. I committed myself there to watching Jordan Davis at the snap and just Jordan Davis, and what jumped out to me is he had four hands on him, right? And 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 that's, I think, part of what your – you're benefiting from with Jordan Davis is, is that even if he's not getting the statistical production, the attention that he's going to, tr to draw should help the players around him. As it did at Georgia, he liked to say two on me, one is free. 55 yard attempt for Jason Sanders. Miles brother goes through the uprights. It's a 10, nothing lead for the dolphins. Not here in South Florida. There you go. You can see on the replay here, Jordan Davis getting double teamed and Patrick Johnson coming around the edge from behind on Tua. Tua in practice this week was getting rid of the ball quickly than not on that play. All right. Back again with Birds with Friends Radio. The Eagles offense coming back on the field. This time a chance to cut into the 10-0 lead. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome back to Birds with Friends Radio. 10-0 Dolphins in the preseason finale. Uh, Britton Covey back for the kickoff return for the Eagles. And Zaka, a little bit disappointing that we haven't seen Covey get more of an opportunity with the ball in his hands in these return situations as he tries to fight for a roster spot. Yeah, that's, that's partly the nature of the way these games have gone, is, is that you haven't seen as many returnable plays. Uh, I had him on my 53 when I did it last week for the purpose of uh, having a dual return guy, someone who can do kickoffs Not and punts, purpose, as the case but, may be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, I, I think I'm increasingly expecting that to be Quez Watkins on kickoffs and Jalen Rager on punts. And if that's the case, 
then I don't expect Britton Covey to be on your 53 as we see Carter Minshew coming back on the field. That's right. Once again, goes for a touchback over Covey's head. And the Eagles offense comes back onto the field. Looks like, once again, the number two offense, Minshew, Jack Stoll on the field as tight end, Jalen Rager and Deion Kane on the outside with Covey in the slot, although the Eagles will open up this drive in 12 personnel with Noah Tangiai on the field joining Jack Stoll as Minshew goes under center, first and 10 from the 25, 8.37 left, not even midway through this first quarter. And it looks like Jason Huntley is in the backfield, and it's play action to Huntley. Minshew steps up, hits Huntley out of the backfield, makes a man miss. Nice nice little juice there from Jason Huntley on an eight-yard gain, setting up second and two. Jason Huntley's done that in his in his Eagles preseasons, and is that he shows you uh, some speed and some juice, but I think he's on the outside looking in. If the Eagles have a fourth running back, it's a player who's not on the roster. That's That's my guess right now. The Dolphins starters remain on the field on defense, and we mentioned Jack Anderson before, Zach. He is now on the field at right guard in place of Coyote Awashika, an interesting little wrinkle after uh, the first drive. Minshew hands off to Huntley, who gets the first down behind a hole set up by Anderson and Jack Driscoll. I see on the screen there Jack Stoll's favorite meal is pizza and his guilty pleasure is ice cream. Him and I have a bit in common there. Uh, favorite meal is pizza. I have, uh, I, I would add chocolate chip cookies to the guilty pleasure. I would just make dessert the entire guilty pleasure, but similar to Jack Stoll in that regard. Probably just, the, the all, the, uh, uh, I would say the only similarities. I would have. disagree. I think you guys both sport a delicious mullet. First and 10 now from the 38. Minshew once again play action, and that play is blown up. He has to spike it. Good job by Minshew getting out of trouble as the Dolphins defensive line several of them in his face. Just a reminder here, this is the Dolphins' top defensive line. You see Christian Wilkins, for instance, a former first-round pick and a starter for Miami, and and you have some third stringers for the Eagles on the field when you consider the fact that that Cam Juergen's not starting for the Eagles. So mainly the offensive line, too, with a third-string center on the field. Second and 10 from the 38, Minshew and shotgun Huntley to his right. 11 personnel sets back, and he hits a crossing Britton Covey for about five yards. He's tackled, but a catch from Covey as he fights for a roster spot. Yes, and and as I've been saying, I, I don't anticipate Britton Covey's wide receiver production to be what earns him a spot on the roster. Frankly, I would say that if it, that he's probably practice squad worthy as a wide receiver. If he's on the 53, it would be because they view him as their top returner. Third and four now for the Eagles near midfield as Minshew is once again in shotgun. Huntley to his right, drops back, surveys the field, and he hits Huntley. Oh, but it is dropped by Jason Huntley. Looked like it could have been a big play given Huntley's speed thrown a little bit behind him. A hot read against the Blitz, but the Eagles missing a big play there, Zach, and they're going to be forced to punt. Fourth and four at the 44. If this is a regular season game and you have the headset on, Bo, do you keep your offense on the field or do you punt it? No risk it, no biscuit as far as I'm concerned, my friend. I would agree with you here. This th- this is probably a yellow situation gearing closer to red, but I would go for it if I was Nick Sirianni in this game, punting it, getting a chance to see Sipos, who last season 43.9 yards per punt, but really struggled in the final month of the season and in the postseason game. 
especially in those open field punts. He has been good in pin it back situations, and he does a good job here pinning the Dolphins to the 11-yard line where their returner fair catches it, setting up another drive for the Dolphins. 6.29 left in the first quarter. 10-0 Dolphins as they prepare for their third drive. You're listening to Birds with Friends Radio's continuing coverage of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, Zach, I'm on the uh, I'm on the clock in a uh, in a slow draft Google spreadsheet fantasy draft. That and, is multitasking right there. Credit to you. Well, I mean, I've been on the clock for like an hour. Uh, now okay. it's my first time to sit and look at it. I'm at the turn here. Okay. Twelfth pick, not not a great spot. And the guys that I had uh, I had earmarked for this pick have all gone. So I don't really know what I'm going to do. My what are your team, options here? My team is. Uh, now, this is a, only one running back league, and then okay. uh, there's a bunch of flex spots. So I only have one running back. My team is Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Trey Lance, Tom Brady, Brandon Ayuk, and Miles Sanders. First, I thought it was an AFC West-only league at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got some players there. Um, yeah, I feel good about my team, uh, but uh, but the options here... You know, I'd like to take a running back, but uh, the guys who were interesting to me have, have sort of gone. I mean, I could take I could take Naheem Hines. I could take Brian Robinson. I could take Tony Pollard. I could take James Cook. I could take Kareem Hunt, but I don't really want to do that. James Cook is interesting. Uh, I could take uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I could take uh, Darnell Mooney, Christian Kirk, oh, Tyler well, I, Boyd. I, I, I think you would need to take Darnell Mooney if you're going wide receiver there. He's a, he's a number one. Um, but yeah, but uh, in an offense that's like who's sure. how many catches is he going to pass? Someone needs to catch the ball. Uh, but uh, you know the if 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 you're going running back, James Cook. I'm sorry, Darnell there. Mooney has been has been selected. Okay. Turns out he was selected in the sixth round. This is okay. the ninth round. Okay. Um, I as 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 we're talking fantasy and you're talking about your draft. Bo and I talked about this off camera the other night, but. If you're still doing the draft, man, auctions are so much more fun. So uh, I know it's harder to do that if you have the the email draft. I, I, I've, I've done that before. But if you're doing anything live, you got to go auction. Welcome back to Birds with Friends Radio. Eagles and Dolphins in South Florida. Well, the players at least. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman here as the Dolphins take over first and 10 from their 11. And it looks like it is... <laughs> Once again, I can't believe this sack. Tua Tungavailoa still on the field for the Dolphins as he takes the shotgun snap at the 12, actually, and it's a handoff. That looks like that's Miles Gaskin again. Davion Taylor with the tackle, seven yards down the field. Davion Taylor, Zach, an interesting player who I think has found his way onto the roster bubble after maybe starting uh, camp with a little bit more secure of a position. I would agree with that, and I expect him to be on the team uh, simply because of the tools. And I think that's a spot where you can contribute on special teams, but he's been inconsistent. You saw it in the game last week, missed a near interception in practice on Wednesday, expected more from him in year three. You can't keep looking at him as a, as a developmental player. You have to look at him as a roster player. Second and three from deep in Dolphins territory and it's play action. Again, Tua Tungavailoa hits Trent Sherfield on a comeback route against Kerry Vincent. Kerry Vincent, who has not had the greatest couple weeks, uh, at least in the preseason games, that'll set up first and 10 for the Dolphins around the 30-yard line or so. Does it surprise you that Zach McPherson not in uniform to get reps tonight? 
Not so much. I mean, I understand the thinking. Uh, it might have been nice to see him against some starters, but uh, the Eagles protecting their top backups at some important positions. That's his first and 10 from the 34. Fake pitch as Tua rolls to his left, and he hits another first town. This one to Cedric Wilson Jr., the former Cowboy. Another part of the Miami Dolphins offseason additions, and it's only as good as your quarterback there. But like this Dolphins team, did you, did, did you come away from your one practice in Miami thinking anything different of the Miami Dolphins this year? You know, I, I, I would say that I didn't have too strong of an opinion going in, but I, I did think they looked good in that one practice, of course, knowing that it's a small sample size. Now, Tua under center, first and 10 from the 50. And he hands off to Gaskin, who cuts to his left. And it's another first down for the Dolphins as the starters are running all over this uh, Eagles defense that, frankly, is not even the backups at this point. Jordan Davis no longer on the field. Looks like most of the players on the field now third-teamers for the Eagles as uh, Gaskin gasses the Eagles. I recall talking to um, someone high up with the Eagles back uh, a few years ago asking – an innocent question, what do you want to get out of training camp this year? And that person said, I just want to get the week one healthy. And that is the objective here from the Eagles. That's why you're not seeing players who are going to be contributing September 11th against Detroit. And I've got to tell you, Zach, a nice play on that first down, a five-yard run for Gaskins, a nice little play by Matt Leo, who has been an interesting story here for the Eagles. I believe he's 75 years old but he is a, a roster exemption, a, a international player, and it's nice to see him make a mark. And one thing about Matt Leo, and again, can't profess to know him particularly well, but from speaking to people in that building, uh, a big part of him is, is the attitude he brings in. He's an energy provider. He's someone, look, if, if, if you're a bottom of the roster player, if you're a practice squatter, if you're a depth guy, you don't want to be an energy drainer. You want to be an energy provider. And that's what Matt Leo is. Another first down throw from Tua. This one in shotgun to Mike Jasicki. The tackle made by Jaquaski Tart at the Eagles' 10-yard line. Dolphins once again driving with relative ease against the Eagles' backups. The Eagles' safeties right now, Jaquaski Tart and Kayvon Wallace-Sack. And this is a position that I think if you are uh, worried about the Eagles' safety depth might be one of the positions that is keeping you up. Been under absolutely correct, and it's a position that's so important in this defense. You you need the middle of the field locked down. They don't have it. It's a position that they wanted to address earlier this offseason, as you see the run there to the two yard line. Um, and I, you know, I'm surprised. Yard run by Salvan Ahmed up the middle that'll set up second and goal from the two. I'm surprised they didn't do more. They wanted Marcus Williams. They could not lock down Marcus Williams. The Tart signing. Uh, wasn't done to really rectify the position, was done more to supplement. He's been underwhelming this summer. If there's any spot that we're talking about on Halloween is saying, man, this is really costing the Eagles, I think it's safety because uh, Marcus Epps has looked good, but behind him, I don't think they, they have enough there. Second goal from the two, it's a handoff to Ahmed once again, and he is tackled inside the one-yard line by Kayvon Wallace and Kyron Johnson. That'll set up third and goal, third and inches, really, uh, for the Dolphins as they look to take a 17-0 lead. And to be expected when the Dolphins are playing their top guys, but you would want to see a better effort here, in particular in the running game um, against the Miami Dolphins. 
Third and goal now from the one. Tua under center. Sony Michelle in the backfield, and he goes in for the touchdown. That will make it 16-0, pending the extra point. Dolphins only 113 left in the first quarter. This has been a mismatch thus far, as you might expect, given who's on the field, Zach, but still a bit demoralizing for a team that has been on the road for 10 of the last 11 days. Absolutely. I mean, this is the, uh, to, to use the cliche, it's going to be a long flight back uh, to Philadelphia tonight, but it's going to be a welcome back. I'm sure those guys are eager to sleep in their own beds this evening. Great. Let's see this. This extra point goes through. So 17 nothing. Miami Dolphins. Tough night for the Eagles here. Uh, I don't want to say to be expected, but I would also say not something to worry about given who's on the field. And we'll send it to break now. Hear a word from our valued sponsors on Birds with Friends Radio. You're listening to continuing coverage of the Eagles preseason here, not here, in South Florida. All right. How's it going so far? Uh, I don't know what to do with safety. So the other behind the uh, curtains thing. <laughs> As Zach uh, goes off camera. Now, I think I think you meant to uh, mute yourself and, and not <laughs> sorry about, your video. Sorry about that. Sorry you said about that. you took off your video and we only heard the cough. Sorry about that. Yes. Uh, you know what? Let's we'll we'll get back to this uh, in the uh, at the end of the first quarter because the uh, the broadcast is back. Welcome back to Birds with Friends Radio. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman. As the Eagles prepare to take another kickoff return, this will be uh, this will be their third kickoff return of the night, Zach, which you don't often get in one quarter. And this time, Covey gets a chance to return. He gets it at the goal line, moves to his right, makes a man miss, a little bit nifty, but is held up ultimately at the 22-yard line. A little bit of shimmying, but not much of production for Covey as he tries to win that job. Not seeing enough there, but here, this is the part of the night I was most eager to see, and that is... Reed Sinet coming on the field through that. You touchdown. and the Sinet family. <laughs> Me and the Sinet family, of course. Reed Sinet in his in his second season with the Eagles, but almost spent four years in Philadelphia, considered attending the University of Pennsylvania before deciding to go to San Diego. The coaching the coaching change was part of the reason why he did not become a Quaker. Would have been a good time. Penn's a great school. And you get to live in Philadelphia. Worst First place. Then handoff goes to Jason Huntley for no gain around the left side to the 22-yard line. That'll set up second and 10. And I think, Zach, another interesting player to watch here who was on the field for the first time this preseason, the first time in his professional career, is sixth-round pick Grant Calcaterra, who has been productive in practice, missed some time with a hamstring injury, but is a player the Eagles like. Is a player the Eagles like. I also liked him when the Eagles drafted him. Uh, someone give him a B minus. Let's be fair. <laughs> uh, someone who has juice in the pass catching game. You're certainly not expecting him as, to help as a blocker. Different than Jack Stoll in the in that regard. But here, as you see, can get open in the can 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 get open and has some juice. Uh, started his college career at Oklahoma. You got to get out so we can get the play on this one, Zach. Second and ten, a pass to. Calcaterra crossing around, and he goes for a big gain of 24 yards to the Dolphins or to the Eagles, 46, the first catch of his career. A big play for Sinet and Calcaterra. There you go, Grant Calcaterra. As I said, starting his college career with Oklahoma, uh, uh, 
He left football, retired at one point, ends up at SMU last year, and Eagles draft him in the sixth round. All right. Well, that is the end of the first quarter. Eagles once again trailing 17-0. We go to break. Hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be back as the Eagles continue driving with Reed Sinet under center, making his case to make the Eagles 53-man roster. Good job on the mute there. <laughs> Sorry about the previous one here. Got a lot going on on the screen right here. Have uh, have the game. Have have the uh, what we're doing. Have have Twitter. Have the the play by play. So a lot going on. Apologize that I did not mute on that previous call. That's okay. Uh, so so safety. Oh, this is what I was what I was going to say before. Yeah. Are the roster competition, which we all know is the main event of the summer, not who's actually going to make the roster, but who's going to win the beat writer competition. The rosters are due at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Zach and I will have our projected 53-man rosters on The Athletic tomorrow morning. There's a lot of time between when these are due and when the rosters come out on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I think there are some, some little landmines because the Eagles could trade somebody like an Andre Dillard or a Jalen Rager or a Sua Opeta. But safety to me is, is where there uh, will be some differences. And, you know, Kayvon Wallace tonight, giving up that play to Tyreek Hill, you know, there are good, there are the best safeties in the league might give up that play to Tyreek Hill, but not great for him. Jaquaski Tarnt being on the field, having to play so much. I don't know. I don't know what the Eagles are going to do there. Josiah Scott is injured. We don't know how injured he is. Same for Andre Sachere. We don't know how injured Josh Job is. I don't know. It's, it's tough. Yeah. So, uh, so what, 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 I don't think I'm going to win again. I think this is going to be the end of the run. Uh, this is you playing mind games here. No, I, no, I don't. Are, I don't I, there's too much unknown. You are, you're all over this. Um, but so the, the the safety situation is is tough because I I don't know where they are going to uh, to add an upgrade here. I don't think they the issue is the bottom of the depth chart. I think the issue is the top of the depth chart. So uh, I, I I saw this week uh, Chuck Clark said he had requested a trade following the Kyle Hamilton selection. Ravens don't want to trade him, and he's he's going to be with the team from all indications. So unless there's unless Howie has something up his sleeve, it's going to be hard to find. Welcome back to Birds with Friends Radio. First and 10 for the Eagles from their own 48-yard line. Reed Sinet in shotgun. Jason Huntley to his right, looks to his right, and it is Huntley who he throws to. And the tackle made by Elandon Roberts for a two-yard gain for the Eagles. That'll be uh, and he, second and eight. And curious to see if, if, if Sinet challenges Miami downfield. Um, one person who's been quiet tonight haven't seen uh, – I, I, I need to see the complete picture to see if he's on the field is Jalen Rager. The Eagles don't have a lot of receivers suiting up tonight, so imagine Rager, Rager would get some work. the games, yep. but he is not on the field he's, at he's, the moment. He's, he's not on the field here. Second um, and eight, Sinet looks to his left. Oh, and he has a Calcaterra streaming to his left across the middle of the field. Looked like it had a chance to be another big play similar to the one before, but he overthrows him. Those are not the kind of throws you want to see from Sinet as he pushes for a spot. Do you think Grant Calcaterra is going to have a role on the offense this year, and not just on the team? But you know, do you think he's someone that that they can get in twelve personnel? I think situationally, I think he might. I think he's uh, certainly more juice as a receiver than Jack Stoll. Jack Stoll 
will be the blocker. I think they'll 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 bring him along slowly, but he might have a bit of a role. Nick Sirianni not happy about something that's going on on the field, although that tends to be the case fairly often. Yeah, Nick Sirianni is someone who uh, wears his emotions on his sleeve, although he doesn't really have long sleeves here tonight. But uh, he's, you know, in talking to him this offseason, noted that he he wants to be a little calmer on the sideline. Uh, he's been fired off this preseason. I can't imagine what it's going to be come week one in Detroit. Well, it turns out there was an illegal contact penalty on the previous play committed by former Eagle Duke Riley. And so that instead set up a first and 10 Sinet stepping up in the pocket, hitting Jason Huntley once again, who makes a man miss. That sets up second and three from the Dolphins' 40. Duke Riley, if, if memory serves, once had a prominent role in the Wolf's Den. If I'm, if, is, I don't is know that what correct? that is. I'm a professional. <laughs> uh, who knows what that is? Second and three from the 40. Sinet under center. Huntley behind him. It's a handoff to Huntley, who goes to his left, and he is swallowed up by the Dolphins' starting defense. Andre Dillard there pushed deep into the action. Uh, not a great job as a run blocker there from the Eagles' former first-round pick, who some people think could be up for grabs in a trade. What do you? How do you feel about that, Zach? Oh, certainly. I think if the Eagles can get the right compensation, and the right compensation being, in my opinion, a day-two pick, I don't think the Eagles are going to give him away because they don't really have options uh, at, at, at backup left tackle. If Jordan Mailata goes down, you want someone there who who you trust. They don't really have that swing tackle that you're looking for. So uh, I don't think Andre Dillard is off limits. But if the, if they can get a second or third rounder for him, then I think that's something third they would and absolutely three from do. the forty. Jason Huntley around the left end. He's hit about three yards short of the line to gain, but he lowers his shoulder, moves the pile, and it looks like he might have picked up the first down. You don't think of Jason Huntley as a player who has that kind of power in his game. He, he was hunting for those yards. <laughs> That's why you're an award-winning journalist, my friend. That is not why, but thank you. All right, first and 10 for the Eagles from the 37-yard line. Sinet under center, about 12-20 left in the first in the second quarter, rather. Sinet looks like he's calling an audible, and he hands the ball off. And that is Kennedy Brooks, the undrafted rookie out of Oklahoma. And we've got a holding penalty on the man. Well, I can't say it. It's Richard Rogers, but uh, do a little Googling if you want to know what his name is. <laughs> Richard Rogers, a wily veteran. Can you believe year five with the Eagles? Feels like 12. But boy, can he hit a softball. And catch Hail Marys. Mm. All right. First and 20 now for the Eagles from the... Dolphins 47 yard line. Sinet. Sinet. In shotgun. Huntley to his right. Covey in the slot. John Hightower and Deion Kane on the outside with Calcaterra at tight end. Sinet surveys the scene and it's a screen to Jason Huntley and he picks up about five yards. Could not quite get behind Sua Opeta, who was out in the open field. I, th I thought there was decent oh, – well, no, not decent protection on, on, on that play as I watch it over again here. Um, Ritsonet, in he was backpedaling as he threw it, didn't have time to step up in the pocket. Would like to see him get downfield more, but might not have the opportunity 
with the pass rush coming at them. And like you said, Miami has their starting pass rush on the field. I think that was the design of the play. Okay. That includes also um, Jalen Phillips, who got in a fight this week. Second and 15, fakes the handoff to Kennedy Brooks, steps up in the pocket. Sinet, a little bit of a surprising athleticism from the San Diego quarterback, but he uh, is brought down for a gain of two yards as he avoids the Dolphins' pass rush pressure, but it is unfortunately holding on Cameron Tom, the third team center. Cameron Tom, whose brother, Zach Tom, was a draft pick out of Wake Forest this year, is Go with Deeks. the Green Bay Packers. Cameron Tom or Tom Cameron? We'll leave it up to you. Cameron Tom. So that means it'll be third and 21. No, I'm sorry. Second and 25 for the Eagles. Sinet and shotgun. 11 personnel. Tight end to his right. Drops back. And he dumps it off once again. This time to Kennedy Brooks. The running back, the undrafted running back from Oklahoma, who has had a pretty quiet summer, truth be told. That means it'll be third and 21 from the Dolphins 48. What's in your playbook for third and 21? Well, you know, there's a friend of mine, Zach, who likes to say on these types of plays, throw it up deep. Hope you get a pass interference. It's what's the worst that could happen. So in, in this situation here, I'm thinking four down territory. I'm 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 trying to get uh, 10 to 15 yards here to get into fourth and manageable for either a field goal here or maybe even go for fourth down. All right, so that in shotgun. Ooh, almost threw it to the other team. Oh, he looks for Deion Kane on a slant. And as you said, it's almost picked off by Nick Needham, the Dolphins corner. And the, the Eagles, well, Zach, they're going to have to putt. I was watching Hard Knocks, which is featuring the Eagles' week one opponent. And this was a previous episode where Mark Brunel, the quarterback's coach, said the plan in practice is, is don't throw the ball to the guys wearing the other color uniforms. That, to me, sounds like uh, outstanding coaching advice. Well, that's why you are such a dynamite color man, Zach. Insights like that that you can't <laughs> get anywhere else. As Aaron Sipos hits his punt, and it's fair caught at about the eight-yard line. Another punt from Sipos inside the Dolphins 20. Good job by him. As we go to break, you're listening to Birds with Friends Radio. The Eagles losing 17-0 with 9.41 left in the second quarter. All right. This is this game is uh, getting getting out of hand, Zach. It is. We're yeah, it's hard to broadcast a blowout. I I I gotta say, you are really good as a play-by-play guy. I need to be more concise. Stop. I need to be more concise with 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 my color commentator. I'm speaking there over the play. Like two times, where I'm like, "Yeah, you got to get out. I got to get this yeah, play." Yes, exactly. Meanwhile, like nobody really cares about the plays. Well, no, I mean, that I, we're I, getting in the third preseason game. I've like, I've I've done behind the scenes like sometimes for my own amusement. I've done the uh, behind the scenes sometimes of uh, of broadcast booths, and you have the play by play guy. He taps the color guy on the wrist mm-hmm. if if he needs to wrap it up. We, of course, are doing this virtually. You are in your home. I'm in my home. So hard to do that, but I, I need to be Maybe more. Next concise. time we can swap. I'll do it from your home. You do it from mine. That would be weird. My son would be a little <laughs> off. My, 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 my son would, would be very um, curious about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. How are you feeling about your, your 53? 
Oh, I, I need an, uh, another two quarters and a half of a quarter here, half and a quarter to uh, form that I evaluation. Feel like, I feel like this is a mistake that you, you uh, that I have made in the past. Is weighing the final game? Yeah, the final game doesn't matter. Clearly, right. clearly you don't make that mistake if you've won it three consecutive times. Well, I've made it in the past. I mean, you got to learn you. from your mistakes to get to the to get to the mountain. I remember, uh, I remember, I believe it was my first year on the job as a, my first year as an intern for the Eagles, 2009. Okay. Um, and Jack Ikeguanu, the former fourth round pick who had really mm-hmm. never done anything, was on the bubble. And he had like two interceptions in the fourth preseason game. He was like flying all over the place. And I'm like, oh, this guy won his roster spot. That was like my game story. And they caught him. I was like, <laughs> yeah. he didn't really have that good of a summer until then. So I don't know. That was like, that was my first lesson. But I feel like I've, I've relearned it over the years. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I, I saw it in 2013 was the year Emmanuel Acho and Chris McCoy both had big games in the preseason finale. How could they cut Neither. Chris McCoy? Yeah, he actually got claimed, I believe, by Jacksonville. I remember that. All right. Hello, and welcome back to Birds with Friends Radio. The Dolphins taking over first and 10 from their eight-yard line, and for the first time, we have a different quarterback in the game for the Dolphins, Jacoby Brissett. Unders. Oh, is that true? Is it still Tua? What is going on, Zach? Mike McDaniel, what's the guy doing? <laughs> he's he's getting his guys ready for week one. That that is that is my guess. I thought this guy was supposed to be smart. Four series for your starters for the starting quarterback. This is wild. There there are 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 different ways to coach a team. And look, if if he feels oh, like wait, this, no, it is this guy it is Brissett. Okay, okay. Yeah, the 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 giveaway I'm is sorry. that Jacoby Brissett's right-handed. Bridgewater. Or, or, or yeah, I'm sorry, Teddy Bridgewater is right-handed. Mm-hmm. And bad job by us. Yeah, my. I'm a, I'm a little behind. I have Dallas Goddard on my screen here, but yeah, that is Teddy Bridgewater, Miami native. All right, uh, third and six for the Dolphins' offense at the 12 yard line as Dallas Goddard gets sprayed in the face. Teddy Bridgewater, the Dolphins' quarterback. So it was indeed three series for Tua Tungavailoa and the starters on the Dolphins. Third and six, Bridgewater back in shotgun, looks to his left, delivers downfield. And it's a first down once again. And I believe, Mama, go there goes that man again. It's River Craycraft. River Craycraft, as, as we've said, former equal. Sorry about that. I, I am trying to reload my my feed because I'm a little behind here. I got to mute it. Are you supposed to say that on the radio? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry First and 10 that. for the Dolphins from the 23-yard line. Bridgewater under center, and he hands off to Miles Gaskin. And it's a two-yard gain. He's brought down by Kobe Smith, a player down the depth chart on the Eagles who has had, I think, a very good summer. Yeah, their defensive line is a particularly uh, deep group. Marvin Wilson, for instance, who I don't expect to make the roster, I think he's played well enough to be on the team. Reed Blankenship now in at center opposite Kayvon Wallace in place of Jaquaski Tart. He is a at player safety. who has a chance at safety, rather. Thank yeah. you. And oh, and it is Blankenship who comes down from deep in safety, making a big tackle on Salvan Ahmed. It's a three-yard gain, and the the Eagles sideline is going nuts. Reed Blankenship, Blankenship. sunk him. 
Reed Blankenship, undrafted out of Middle Tennessee State. Something interesting about him from the same hometown as Quez Watkins, the Eagles wide receiver, and former NFL quarterback Philip Rivers, who is a favorite of Nick Sirianni's. Blankenship, the only white player on the Eagles defense. Third and four now for Bridgewater and the Dolphins. He's in shotgun, looks to his left, tries to fire to Braylon Sanders, but it's high and incomplete. Tay Gowan in coverage, and for the first time tonight, the Dolphins will punt. So this is, gives us a chance to see Britton Covey back there in the return game. Britton Covey has returned kickoffs but not punts tonight. Thomas Morstead, the former Saints punter, is now in Miami, and he will drop back to punt to Covey. It's in the air. Gravity takes over. It's fallen down. It's caught by Covey at the 18-yard line. He does a little dance, makes a couple people miss, and it's a return of eight yards for Britton Covey. That'll set up the Eagles on their 25-yard line. You're listening to Birds with Friends Radio. 17-0 Dolphins. Okay. <laughs> I need one second here. I apologize. I have someone coming into right. my... Why don't I, why don't yeah. I send us to actual break? Thank you. Give me a sec. All right, here we go. Uh, see you later. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. Welcome back to uh, Real Birds with Friends, not the Birds with Friends radio. Um, you know, the show within the show is not back yet. And Zach is back. How are you, Zach? I'm doing well. We almost had a situation where my son came on the screen here. So you should come uh, on now. It's, it's, it's the preseason. We can get, we can get people, extra people in the booth. Uh, yeah. So he, he needed a little help and quit. Fortunately that ad was quick enough to, or long enough to allow me to do so. Welcome back to birds with friends radio. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman here as the Eagles take over as they try to, Bite into the 17 nothing Dolphins lead. It'll be first and 10 from the 25. Reed Sinnott under center. And he is under center with Jason Huntley behind him. 12 personnel stacked to his right. And it's a handoff to Huntley. And he is brought down for a loss of two. And it looks like the Eagles have made some changes up front, Zach. Josh Sills, the undrafted offensive lineman in the game at left guard. Sua Opeta on the bench. He might have the team made. Yeah, Sua Opeta, former favorite of yours, Bo Wolf, has has uh, has been solid this summer. I don't think he's been out, uh, outstanding, but I think he's uh, he's started games for the Eagles. He's an NFL-level player. Andre Dillard also off the field, and so is Jack Anderson. So you've got LaRaven Clark, Josh Sills, Cameron Tom, Coyote Awashika, and Jack Driscoll left to right, second and twelve. The shotgun snap to Sinnott. He surveys the scene, and he tries to find Calcaterra, and he does. Looked like he might have got hit as he threw there, Zach, but still finds a way to connect on the pass for six yards to Calcaterra. 
really impressed with Calcaterra. This is a guy who who I think has a future with this team um, and uh, and a present with this team too. And something to keep in mind, I, I, I've I said tight end and running back are two spots where the Eagles can look to fortify depth. If Dallas Goddard went down, who would step in? Calcaterra would need to pick up the pass catching load if this if this if well this i think is you'd see a lot more zach pascal if that were the case zach i think uh, he can sort of play some of those roles for the eagles third and six shotgun sort of does a little a little hesitation and he tries to go short and it is picked off by e campbell and it's a touchdown he rumbles and stumbles oh no disaster for Sinnott and the eagles zach it's 23 nothing yeah so we have said, and I agree with you, you can't put too much stock into the final preseason game. And 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 you are right. We've seen examples of players who played well in the past, who didn't make the team, players who played poorly, who did make the team. But I did think going in that Reed Sinet is not as much a lock as maybe some others in the Philadelphia media court might, might suggest. And I don't know if I've seen enough tonight to say, you need to spend a roster spot on this player. And I got to tell you, Zach, on that return by Elijah Campbell, about four or five missed tackles by the players on the Eagles offense. Calcaterra, who the pass was intended for, Sinet involved there. Not a great job. I, I would imagine that that's the kind of thing that is going to make Nick Sirianni extra mad as he reviews the film from what has been a disastrous first half. Well, you don't ever want your offensive players practicing tackling, but certainly there are situations where you do need to bring the defensive player down. All right. Well, we are back uh, in a little bit. Another word from our sponsors, 24 nothing Dolphins. A tough start for the Birds down south. You're listening to Birds with Friends Radio. Yikes, Zach. Yeah, not a good showing for for QB three here. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with him. I don't know I, what to do with him. I know you've been in the camp that they're keeping three, and that has been Howie Roseman's well, said, Wait, hold on. I'm not on the record about that. Okay. Well, I mean, I the convers- yeah. the conversations with you. I, I, I think, uh, I think you've kind of leaned more toward that. I've been in the been two quarterback camp, and I've been, uh, as I've always said. I mean, I. I, I don't think it's a sign of weakness to have an open mind, and I've had an open mind here. And... Well, let's talk it through, though, because he was they thought he was worthy of being on the roster last year. They kept him on the active roster last year. Yes. So, I mean, for the most part, he's like they he was on the roster. He had a good summer. You would think that they would then keep him on the roster, but, I mean, obviously the preseason games have, have been not uh, not sparkling. I also think it's it's um, I don't want to say easier, but much more manageable to have someone on the roster in week nine than it is in, on on the initial fifty three um, because you're not dealing with the injuries yet, right? The initial fifty three, you know, you haven't put guys on IR by that point in the season. You have a lot of guys that are on IR. Number one, number two, the only way the Eagles could get him last year um, was you know was the yeah, claim but they didn't, they didn't need him. I mean, they I think. You would agree that they wanted him because they wanted a third quarterback. Yes, they, they could have. Really, right? Yeah, they could so. have had a practice squad quarterback. That is true. They could have had a practice squad quarterback. Um, and in, in, instead, they they chose to have a third on the roster. Um, they they claimed him so they would ensure that they would have him. They could have waited to see if they could sign him to the practice squad, but they did not, of course. Well, you tell me who has more of our say over the roster: Howie Roseman or Nick Sirianni? <clears throat> well, Howie Roseman literally does. I think contractually. He has yes. a 53 man. Yeah. So um, he, he has more say. 
Okay. And he tends to keep three quarterbacks, right? Yeah, although he's had years when he's kept two. But but like those were odd situations, right? Well, he's had years when he's he, they plan on going into last year with two. Maybe. They did. I I mean that are are you disputing that when when you drove they home? They traded for Gardner Minshew. They kept three quarterbacks. When you drove home from MetLife Stadium, they year, signed, but they signed Nick Mullins, thinking that he might be worthy of being a third quarterback. He was a guy who had been rostered, had started do games. They, do you think they planned to keep him as the third quarterback last year? Until he was terrible, probably. Okay. I don't know. All right, reasonable minds can disagree. I think last year they planned on having two quarterbacks. And then the opportunity came to get Minshew. And Welcome back that- to Birds with Friends Radio. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman here as the Eagles take over on the 25-yard line. Sinet under center. He's got Kennedy Brooks behind him. 12 personnel. John Hightower goes in motion. Comes back. Needless motion. It's a handoff to Kennedy Brooks. And he runs downhill for a gain of five, six yards, setting up second and medium. Kennedy Brooks, Zach. How many turkeys would you give him of a chance of making the team? I would say two turkeys. It would really surprise me <laughs> at this point if Kennedy Brooks is on the roster. I think uh, they'll go three running backs. I'm not giving anything away here. My guess is you have Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenny Gainwell. I don't expect Jason Huntley to make the 53-man roster at this point. Second and four under center. The handoff goes to Kennedy Brooks once again, and he – Sort of snow plows his way three yards forward. That'll set up third and one. Jack Anderson back on the field, Zach. Yeah, Jack Anderson's an interesting player because uh, the Eagles typically go heavy on the on the offensive and defensive lines. And he's someone who uh, they also claimed last year, right? They 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 wanted him on the team, has has versatility, can play inside, um, you know, can play multiple spots. He was a draft pick who they added. Um, so had a, was was someone who had a tractable grade in the NFL. Um, and Third one uh, play action rollout. And, oh, Kennedy Brooks is wide open. A nice little feathery touch pass from Sinet, but Brooks drops it. That'll set up fourth and one from the Eagles, 34. Will they stay on the field? If, if <coughs> excuse me, if I was Nick Sirianni, uh, yes, I, I, I would. It's fourth and one at the 34, but now I, I think 34-yard line. Sirianni punts in, knowing Sirianni's history. The Eagles have done something interesting on the offensive line here, Zach. Jack Driscoll is now out of the game. Jack Anderson back in the game. He is at center. Cameron Tom moves to right guard, and Coyote Awashika moves from right guard to right tackle, and the Eagles are going to go for it No, no, no. They are punting it. That was uh, a – they – yeah, they – they showed, they showed Kennedy Brooks, but Kennedy Brooks is on special teams here. So, look, if if we were in Miami right now, oh, we would have known. How about this play on the punt by Devin Allen, the Olympian as a gunner? Boy, he was flying down the field, and he makes a sprawling tackle at the six-yard line. What a play by Devin Allen. And wags his finger there, does a little to Kempi Matumbo. Not on me. Nice job. And that'll set up, uh, once again, the Dolphins inside their own 10-yard line. It's 24-0, 3.53 left in the second quarter. The final preseason game. You're listening to Birds with Friends Radio. Well, Zach, I think you might have been uh, too generous to Kennedy Brooks. <laughs> yeah, my, it, it might be more like zero. Yeah. Tough scene. Uh, oh, the... Three, two. 
Hello, we're back on Birds of Friends Radio, and the uh, Dolphins offense takes over, and it is – no, that's not Xavier Howard. Oh, 26, Silva, Salvin Ahmed once again yes. uh, around the corner. For a first down, that's a gain of 14. That'll make it first and 10 on the Dolphins. 20, not a good start, Zach. Not a good, not a good half for the Eagles, and you have to imagine as we see Nick Sirianni fuming on the sidelines – that he's not going to have too many kind words to say to his team at halftime. Salvin Ahmed, probably a Shio Kapadia favorite because he is from Kirkland, Washington, where we know Shio Kapadia, a big fan. You'll have to Kirkland, catch me Washington. up one day as to who that person is you mentioned. <laughs> Never heard of him. Perhaps First and 10 from the 20. Teddy Bridgewater under center. Drops back and he fires. And once again, it looks like it's to Craycraft, but it's a sprawling just Miss from Craycraft gets his hand on it, but just a little bit too outside. Carry Vincent in coverage. That'll make it second and 10. Of the depth cornerbacks, which one has jumped out to you? Well, I guess I would say Josh Job, Zach, but he is not uh, healthy right now. And so of those others, it, there have not been anybody who has really popped. I think Tay Gowan has made some plays on special teams, but that's about as much as you can say. And of course, that is going to be an interesting roster situation. Josh Job. Is somewhat to update our listeners here. Uh, if you put someone Bridge on IR, hits Craycraft once again. Another first down for the Dolphins. That's a gain of 15 yards. First and 10 from the Miami 35. If you put someone on IR before the 53 man roster is set, right? So before the first waivers go through. But if, if, if someone is on IR by Tuesday at 4 p.m., they are out for the season. They are not eligible to return this year. In order to be on IR to be eligible to return this year, you must be on the initial 53. The waivers must process, and then you can put someone on IR. So the Eagles have gamed the system in the past year by cutting guys who are not eligible for waivers, knowing that they can bring them back once they put players on IR. Uh, but if you waive someone like Josh Job, that player is eligible for any of the 32 teams to put in a waiver claim on vested veterans, 16 if, practice squad spots this yeah. year, vested veterans. If you cut them, they are not eligible or they do not go on waivers. And therefore you can have that handshake gentleman's agreement, wink, wink to bring them back. Once IR goes through. Very good job on the radio there, Zach, because you need to say wink, wink, because we can't see you. You can't just, Actually do the wink-wink. Nice job. First I don't know 10, how to wink, so that's another Water under center from yes. the 35, and he hits Craycraft again. Craycraft, a gain of about 20 yards against Kerry Vincent with Jacoby Stevens coming in from behind for the tackle. Got to say, when the Eagles drafted Jacoby Stevens last year, expected more from him. Uh, did not see much in training camp last year. Did not see much in training camp this year. Pops up with your occasional interception, but on a uh, day-by-day, play-by-play basis, did not see enough from him. About 208 left in the second quarter. Bridgewater under center. Looks like he might be trying to draw the Eagles off sides. They do not jump, and that'll take us down to the Roman two-minute warning when the action's about to start. It's Roman. We'll be back on Birds with Friends Radio. You're listening to Bo and Zach. I could have done better there. I didn't, I didn't, you know what? I didn't, I didn't have that one planned. <coughs> I had a Roman red zone thing in my mind, but I, okay. I, and I didn't and have really something else for the red zone this year. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Got to do a better job there. That's what's going to keep me up at night. 
I know the feeling. What kept you up last night? Uh, there was an article that I wanted to pursue that somebody else, um, well, that, yeah, that, that somebody else uh, uh, wrote and um, credit to the person who uh, wrote it. But, you know, there will be another opportunity out there in the future. <clears throat> okay. That's a good way to look at, of looking at it. Uh, that's what I'm telling myself at least. Yes. Yeah. Be kinder to yourself. That's supposed to be your New Year's resolution. That's what my wife wanted from me, but uh, we're on October. We're on August 27th here, and got to say, haven't abided by that one as well as I needed to. That's uh, it's really sad. That's okay. That's okay. Excited for the season. A lot of opportunities this season. <clears throat> That's true. Yes. 19 weeks. So, yeah, yeah, 19 weeks here. Yep. What were we going to say? Oh, no, nothing. I defer to you, the host. Okay. Do you want to do play-by-play for the third quarter? I could try. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not nearly as, as good as you are, but I would like to get your color commentary in there. So definitely, I will take over play-by-play for the third quarter. Okay. We're, we're going go to we're gonna go to 9 o'clock. That's the deal, right? That's the deal. So we have a very short period of time. Unless you want me to take over play-by-play for the final two minutes here. Well, I mean, I got to see you at the half. You know? Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't feel good about my roster. I mean, I haven't done it yet, but I don't feel good. Uh, are, are you saying that? Like, no, is this setting honest. it up? I don't like, I'm, not, I'm it, not, like, I know this is all, I'm, t- I'm very honest with my process. Yeah. Because, you know, there was always that, that person back in high school or in college who was like, yeah, I, I didn't study at all. You know, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then. Right. All of a sudden, they pull an A, and, and right. you know they've been preparing. Or it's worse if it's like you've just taken the test, and you're like, "Oh man, yeah. I bombed that." Yeah, yeah. Like, like a ninety-five. Yeah, yeah. Or the or the person who shows up to a fantasy draft and is like, "I didn't do any preparation. I, you know, I've been so busy." And then all of a sudden, they like they're pulling out sleepers left and right. You mm-hmm. know, and you're like, "Clearly, you have." Yeah. Oh well. How many beat reporters are in this roster competition? Um, Bo runs it, so Bo will have the official number, but I, I would guess probably around 12 to 16. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't know. People might be too scared off. Maybe that's the only way I'll win, if, it's, if it ends up with just me versus Jimmy. No, people won't Jimmy be might off. still. Jimmy would probably still win. All right. Three, two, all right. We are back on Birds with Friends Radio. Dolphins first and 10 from the Eagles 45, Bridgewater in shotgun, looks to his left, throws incomplete. Jacoby Stevens in coverage on Salvan Ahmed, one fifty-six left in the second quarter. And you're seeing them show Jordan Davis on the screen. He is not in the game right now, but you expect him to have a big part of this defense this season. And look, I mean, uh, there's not much you're 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 looking for in terms of game management in these preseason in the in the third preseason game, but you you like to see how you handle situational football. Third downs, red zone, two-minute. This gives them a chance to play two-minute defense. Second down handoff goes to Ahmed. Sean Bradley, the former seventh-round pick, the local product. I know you like that, Zach. He is there for the strong tackle. It'll be third and long. Sean Bradley entering year three with the Eagles, a major special teams player this year. Uh, There are assumptions that he's near a lock to make the team. It's not because of his defense. It's because of his special teams. But I will say special teams is the part of the roster that is most difficult to ascertain and evaluate during practices uh, because, A, they don't spend as much time on it, and, B, they're kind of mixing and matching personnel. But Michael Clay will have an important voice in the the final 53. 
117, 116. The clock is running down. Bridgewater and shotgun looks to his right, looks to his left. He dumps it off to Ahmed, and he is wide open, and he runs down the field and is tackled by a darting Reed Blankenship who comes from across the field out of bounds at the Eagles' 14-yard line with 113 left. The Dolphins in position to maybe make this a 31-burger to nothing in the first half. Yes, yeah, certainly that is not the type of score you want to see come September and October. But if it happens in a preseason finale, I don't think you worry too much. And you can see those defensive linemen huffing and puffing. You know, no rotation here for the Eagles on defense. These guys are very exhausted, it seems, down in the heat in South Florida. First and 10 from the 14-yard line. Bridgewater tosses to Ahmed. And he is tackled, brought down by Kayvon Wallace for about a five-yard gain. That'll be second and five from the nine as the clock winds down to 50 seconds and counting. I know you don't want to give away your 53, but is there anyone on the field right now who you expect to be on the active roster come Tuesday? Well, Patrick Johnson and Teron Jackson are both on the field. I think those guys are fairly close to locks. Kayvon Wallace, maybe, I would say probably on the team, but we'll see as things go. It's second and five now. Bridgewater under center in the eye. Fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, looks to run, passes, and overthrows 87 with Tay Gowan in coverage. That was Eric Ezukanma. Yeah, draft pick out of Texas Tech. Receiver. Tay Gowan, of course. 25 seconds left, third and five coming up. Uh, Tay Gowan came over from Arizona in the Zach Ertz trade. He's someone who the Eagles liked in the draft process. He sat out his final or he, he, he set out the 2020 season in college um, because of COVID, opted out that year. And uh, back with it, you know, he's, he's someone the Eagles think has upside. It's been inconsistent this summer. Third and five, Bridgewater shotgun looks to his right, looks down the middle, steps up, throws to his left. It's a touchdown. Kerry Vincent in coverage. It's a touchdown for Hunter Long, the tight end. But there's a flag on the play, Zach. Yeah, Hunter Long from Boston College, if you recall, third round pick, um, you know, and and known as a as a blocking type player, didn't didn't have prolific production when he was uh, at, at at Boston College, but someone who who rose up in the draft process. Now you, you wonder with a player who went to Boston College, Zach, if they are uh, old enough, does that mean they committed to choosing to play for Steve Adazio? Because that would be a red flag on my board. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I, I believe he started at Boston College in 2017 because he was a a redshirt senior. Um, so it really I, I would have to do the math on when Adazio left, but I believe that is the case. I believe he started his college career for Steve Adazio. Hmm. Big red flag, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And it looks like we've got a, a review here, Zach. What's uh, what's going on here? What are they looking at? I, well, he hit him there, so I don't know if they think he finished the catch. If you see, Carrie Vincent Jr. gave him a little pop at the mm. end, but you see one, two, and then boom, the ball comes out right there. So uh, did he finish the catch? Of course, this has been controversial in NFL circles, what is and what is not a catch. Of course, that's the kind of heady play that you would expect to see from a player who all of a sudden went from a seventh-round pick to being traded for a sixth-round pick after not playing in a single game. A trade that still works, our play-by-play guy, Bo Wolf. Mm, because it doesn't make any sense. And we're still waiting to hear what's going on here. 
but a, a, probably a, a blessing in disguise for the Eagles as their defense gets a chance to take a breather after they have been on the field for what seems like the entire night uh, in the very humid South Florida weather. Yeah, not a big humidity guy, Bo. Uh, if if I had to choose between between the would Arizona you call yourself a small humidity guy? <laughs> no, I would not. Well, uh, no, I I do not like humidity. I I prefer the dry heat. Is there anyone Vegas. who likes humidity? Well, uh, my point is, is that if you give me a hundred degrees in Vegas or a hundred degrees in Miami, I'm probably or no, let's say a hundred degrees in Vegas or ninety degrees in Miami, I'm probably taking a hundred degrees in Vegas. Hmm. or Scottsdale. I, I agree with that. Still uh, don't know what they're looking at here, but uh, good for the Eagles for getting some some time. This is the uh, better help review of the game. Better help when you don't know what to do yourself. Call better help. They'll help you out. And then you see, of course, on the screen there, Taron. Ja- I'm, I'm sorry, Teron Jackson from Coastal Carolina playing well this summer, as we documented earlier um, on on the show. Here, I don't think the Eagles' defensive depth, in particular in the back seven, compares to some of their offensive depth. And it looks like no touchdown here. It looks like Cleet Blakeman is going to tell us it's an incomplete pass, no touchdown. Uh, offensive pass interference is the call here, but uh, no, that's not right. No, I think incomplete anyway, pass. Incomplete pass. I, I think incomplete pass, so... and Nick Sirianni decidedly less angry after that call than previous calls there. And a heady play by Kerry Vincent Jr. Uh, whatever round you want to say he was he was drafted, uh, makes a – play that keeps points off the board we can call that a four Mm. point defensive play because it could drop them from seven to three well jason sanders now on the field to make the kick it is good that'll make it 27 nothing with 18 seconds left in the first half the eagles getting mollywhomped down in florida you're listening to birds with friends radio do you think jake elliott is is envious of all the kicking opportunities for Jason Sanders tonight. Are we in character again? I just sent it to break, even though they're not actually in break on me. Sorry about that. Yes. Don't be sorry. Okay. (laughs) How would your golf game compare to Jake Ellis? Do you think you, what's your handicap? Is that the term you use? I actually don't keep a handicap, but I'm probably like a, like a 14 or something like that. Like a what's the 12, best 14? you've ever shot? Like 82 on a on a like on a at least par 70, 72, of course. What what's your game? I can hit it long. I can I'm bomb not it. surprised. Yeah, I'm not uh, surprised. I see there's John Daly-esque out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh and then but otherwise, like I mean, there's no consistency. That's the game. Is sometimes I drive it great, can't hit a putt uh bad irons sometimes i've got great irons can't hit can't hit a fairway hit the ball out of bounds just no consistency all right we're back on birds with friends radio 18 seconds left as the eagles get a touchback and it'll be first and 10 from the 25 you wonder if they're going to just run out the string here and get into the locker room where they can be berated by the head coach zach 
Yes, yeah, certainly not the first half that uh, the players or Nick Sirianni wanted in uh, in the in in this game here. And um, for these players, the tape is also valuable, not just for the Eagles 53, but around the league, they are looking at it. They want to see if they're going to claim these players. This is their only exposure outside of our practice reps. They don't get to see outside of our practice notes. They don't get to see the practice reps. Well, Sinet does indeed take a knee and they'll send us to halftime. The Eagles losing 27, nothing. We'll take a bit of an extended break. Now when we return in the third quarter, we're going to do a little, uh, do a little flip Mr. Berman will take over the play-by-play role and you're not going to want to miss that. So join us. After uh, an extended break on Bros of Friends Radio, the Eagles down 27 nothing. As always, we love you. Uh, I had already said Bros of Friends Radio, and I so I didn't yeah. I didn't have the second toss. Bad job. I think that I think that was dynamite, right? I mean, I I uh, I don't think you have anything to worry about at the athletic, but that's that's something you can put on your reel for future play by play opportunities. Have you ever done a play-by-play? Never. Okay. You're I think the only right. time I've ever done it is like uh, uh, at the Senior Bowl, we would do some videos of like practice drills. Okay. And I would like be calling who uh, like, you know, the, who the quarterback was, who they were throwing to, stuff like that for videos on the website. But that was it. Have you, ever hosted, have you ever hosted a radio show? Not a podcast, but a radio show. Never hosted, no. Okay. We did we did Birds with Friends Radio, uh, yeah. Sheila and I with Joe Giglio a couple times, but that's yeah. it. Okay. Okay, that's always in you know, I I, I did that in college. And uh, it's I'd say comparable to the podcast experience. The biggest difference is you have a producer in your ear. Okay. You have to get the callers, mm. you have to get in and out of breaks, um, you have to read the the, the sponsor things. So that was at, at WAER radio in Syracuse and uh it was a, it was a, it was a great experience and some of them I the guys I, I worked with there are doing big things in the in the industry so it was a, a fun experience for me I did do the like uh the live pre and post game show stuff for Oh yes okay yeah that yeah, yeah that yeah that's the fun the studio shows yeah yes those that's are, more yeah, television those are my reps yeah those are those are those are you know yeah quote unquote TV reps yeah that's Ernie Johnson right there that's yeah, I, I mean, at one point I thought that was going to have to that was that was that was going to be my path, but I mean, who's going to hire who's going to hire a dink a dink like me? Oh, I think a lot of people. I think it's worked out very well for you. Look at you now. Hmm. Uh, all right, Zach. Should we should we uh, should we make this fantasy pick for me? Sure. I, I mean, it's hard for me if I don't know who's on your board, but I will give you advice. Well, it's one of those things like there's no actual board, so I got to like yeah. look at who's not been yeah. picked uh let's see here i mean i'd like to add at least one running back but i don't again like i said don't love these options who are the running back oh oh so this is the same one as before let's see uh yeah i mean i could take kareem hunt i don't really want to uh and why are you sour on james cook well i don't know i mean what's his he's gonna be a, th- a third down back at best right I mean, do you think David? Now, Tony now Pollard, we do I take the upside swing on Tony Pollard for Zeke getting hurt? 
Uh, I mean, Damian Pierce and Brian Robinson are, are, are two interesting guys as well. Pierce has been taken. That's who I wanted to take. Okay. Um, okay. Robinson's there. I could take Robinson. But I, I mean, do I really believe this like Ron Rivera nonsense that they're going to bury Antonio Gibson? Like, doesn't this feel childish? Well, I, I don't know what your scoring system is, um, but I, I would imagine Gibson takes up a bulk of the work in the passing game no matter what. Mm, Nahe Hines. Yeah, Madison. they just showed something. They just showed something live from Lincoln Financial Field. Did you see that? No. But it was it was light out. And I'm looking out my window here and it's dark here. So I can't imagine that was live. Wow. TV magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it had to be a mistake. Uh so as as you're thinking here, I'm gonna reset kind of uh a bit for our audience about um, some things to watch in the second half. Um, and look, like we said, don't overstate what goes on in this final preseason game. But uh, from where I stand, some of the, the big roster competitions are depth safety, depth corner, like we mentioned, depth depth quarterback. Uh, I don't think depth wide receiver is a question. I think the question is whether they keep six there, right? I mean, uh, unless they trade Jalen Rager, which is always a possibility. Uh, my guess is is that oh we got some sex bots in the chat that's fun. <laughs> Marissa's not here, by the way. <laughs> okay, um, meaning uh, meaning to to moderate the chat. Yeah, okay, okay. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting people know that this is that I'm running the show here. Um, I I, I think offensive line. Uh, the question there is whether they keep ten. I think there's nine locks, and the question is is whether they keep a a tenth. I, th I think universally we'll probably all have the same uh, D tackles, probably the same edge rushers. There might be some questions about Kyron Johnson. I don't see that. I think he's, yeah, I don't think the there's going to be a lot of like, there's going to yeah. be a lot of, I think that most of the roster projections are going to be very similar. So I, I think, think that's that be much more so than most years. I think the big question, and this is going to come down to, and, and, you know, Bo did, did a good job outlining the strategy involved the other day is if you're talking about quote-unquote surprise cuts, in my opinion, it's not someone who you expected to be on the team who's not on the team. It's someone who they cut on Tuesday who they sign on Wednesday. Uh, and that could be anyone from Rick, from Rick Lovato to maybe even like a Boston Scott, right? Boston Scott it, to yeah. me is like a – that's very much on my radar. Yeah, so, so what you're doing is you're looking at guys who, um, who are vested veterans, who, are, who you expect to be back, and um, they would not be. You know what? It's a million dollars to cut him. They're not going to do that. Um, so it's it's so. I mean, Lovato. They did that last year. Uh, so the the roster machinations, like we saw with uh, with Cal with uh, with 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 Craven LeBlanc. Um, but I'm afraid. You know, I, I'm afraid for the people in my fantasy league who are watching this that I, I don't think I'm going to be able to make the pick tonight. I need to actually sit down and, and see who's available. <laughs> you're you're putting that much work into what round is it? Round nine. Round nine. No, so I you, like, I, you need. A I had a list of guys. And all went. Round I had a list of guys and they all went. So now I got to like actually look at it. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm probably going to take Brian Robinson and Marquez Valdez Scanling, but I, I I'm not so sure about that. Uh, so, so I, I think that, you know, there are some, um, the, the big questions for the roster is a, do they make any trades between Sunday and Tuesday? And you mentioned Jalen Rager. 
Andre Dillard. Perhaps there's a depth offensive lineman, right? Perhaps there's a market for a Sua Opeta, for instance, right? Um, if there's something like that, uh, then uh, then that would complicate it. And then I, I, I think two guys who a week ago, I didn't think they were locks, but I thought they were likely players, Josiah Scott and Josh Job. you haven't seen them this week, right? So um, are they still on the right side of the bubble? Uh, are they players who are potential IR candidates for you? Like, are you willing to just make this a redshirt year for Josh Job, Or do you think that he's someone who you need as a depth outside quarter for you? So anyways, these are the types of questions. These aren't like hot button questions, but if you're trying to get the best 53, which Bo has the past three years, um, these are the types of questions that come up. I still think QB3 is something that's worth discussion. Um, so it there was like, a, nobody's going to have him on now. Every like just peeking as, at Twitter. Everybody's like, Oh, he's done as a reaction to tonight. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I, uh, I, again, I, don't, don't overvalue uh, one game. Don't overvalue one game. No, but I, I, I think, look, they only have three games here and, um, you, you have to put stock in the overall games. It can't just be what you see in practice. Yeah, that's true. I think what you just said is uh, about the, the injured guys. Like, I bet, like, Scott, Sachere, Job, there's a good chance that one of those injuries is significant enough to end the guy's season. They haven't told it. Like, they haven't, we, didn't, we haven't asked about those injuries. They haven't told us anything. Yeah. Yeah, something to, something to monitor there. Um, I, I might leave Job off, just guessing about the injury. From a strategic perspective or from? No, meaning for my roster, not what the Eagles would do. Gotcha. Just to guess. You know. hmm. Those other guys, they're like, Sashray is no value, to, unless the injury is significant enough. The There's no value to them to put him on injured reserve. They, his whole point <laughs> is to be active on special teams. Excuse me. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Sashray is somebody who uh, who has a role on, on the team. I, I expect him beyond and he's someone who if if you think about they added him after the 53 was set last year he was uh waived by indianapolis and 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 they and they brought him in so uh you know the other thing this is kind of like a cliche football reporter thing to say um but it is worth mentioning like it's not the you know it's not the final 53 it's the initial 53 right like the 53 that you see at tuesday at, at 4 p.m is not the 53 that, that you'll see at Sunday at 1 p.m. Um, there are going to be changes before then. Uh, but I, I I will ask you this, because of the attention goes, obviously, to what's set on Tuesday. Do you expect to see a trade between um, the time the game ends tonight and the time that roster is set? Yes, I would be pretty shocked if – not shocked, but I would be surprised if Howie Roseman doesn't make a single trade before Tuesday. Wouldn't you? Which, you know, if, if you could rank the players, give me most likely to least likely one to four. I would say Rager one. Because hmm. I think that's who they would most like to trade. Mm -hmm. I would say... Like, I don't... I, I, I think they would take something for Dillard... I don't think Dillard is that good. I think we've been okay. collectively gassing him up a little bit too much. Okay. I mean, watch him tonight. He was getting blown off mm -hmm. the ball. Um, 
and there's only one year left on his deal. I think they might take a fourth, but I don't know that uh, even though there have been all these left tackle injuries, I'm not so sure that someone's going to pay what they want. So I would say more likely is someone like uh, Tay Gowan. Okay. Or, oh, so retrading. And, and we've seen Howie Roseman do that, of course. Yeah, I think someone could, okay. could want Tay Gowan uh, mm-hmm. or Noah Tongiai. Like, I don't know. Someone like that. Someone who's not going to make the team and you get a sixth-round pick for. But I guess if I was ranking them, I would go Rager 1. Um, I've said Sua before because he's in the final year of his deal, but I feel like they're not as high on Jack Anderson and or Coyote like replacing Sua as the top guard. Mm-hmm. So I'll say, I'll, I guess I'll just say Dillard too and then make it Jaquaski Tart three. And you think trading Jaquaski Tart? I mean, interesting. Yeah, why okay. not? Okay. Anybody wants him for a seventh round pick? Like they don't, he's not gonna make the team. But I guess the incentive for that team is back they, to San Francisco, like because they didn't have to pay bonus money. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because if 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 you're talking to if Howie Roseman's calling you about Jaquisky Tart, I'm saying like he's not eligible for for waivers. Like you're gonna cut him clearly. I'll just sign him, right? Right. But so maybe yeah, he doesn't sign him to compete. But, yeah. Yeah. And then give me. Look at Spadaro going in there. What's nice. he eating there? Turkey sandwich? That looks like chicken to me. Yeah, it does look like chicken. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I guess Gowan number four. All right, you want to you want to bring us back? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Eagles-Dolphins preseason finale. The game is in Miami Gardens, Florida. We are watching it remotely, but we'll have all the action. I'm Zach Berman alongside Bo Wolf, and it is 27 to nothing. Miami Dolphins after the, after the first half. The Eagles coming out to begin the second half. It was a touchback to begin. Reed Sinet stays at quarterback for the Eagles. Sinet in the first quarter. Well, I'm sorry, in the first half, 7 for 10. 56 yards and an interception. I'm going to bring in Bo, my partner here. Bo, what did you see in that first half? Well, Zach, you, you know, this is going to be an interesting test for Reed Sinet. A difficult first half. He's fighting for his spot to make the team. You'd really love to see him bounce back. Let's see how he handles adversity. Eagles here in 11 personnel. You have Reed Sinet at quarterback, like I mentioned. Uh, and they pass quick pass to Noah Tongiai. Noah Tongiai. The, the tight end who the Eagles got back last year from the Indianapolis Colts. Quick pass, and that is a rhythm setter for the Eagles. Tangi, I had a very interesting, good middle part of camp after Calcaterra went down, Zach. He was productive then. He'll be on the practice squad periphery. Appears Nick Sirianni going with a no-huddle, up-tempo offense here, trying to see, and, and it goes deep, hits it over or, or down the field to John Hightower in his third summer with the Eagles, Hightower makes a nice catch downfield. And you love seeing him fight the corner, go up and high point the ball there, get both feet down. Hightower has had some trouble this summer making those contested catches. Great job by the youngster. Eagles remain in a 
in an up-tempo offense here. Perhaps they they want to catch the Dolphins. Looks across the middle. Ooh, Noah Tangiai with the drop in the middle of the field. That will break the rhythm from the first two plays. Now you've got Coyote Awashika at right tackle now, Zach. He played right guard most of the first half. He is an interesting player for the Eagles. That guard tackle versatility, you wonder how he stands in Howie Roseman's eyes. Sirianni came out of the first half with a plan here. Uh, Siri, you have you have Sinet and Shotgun Eagles in empty. They have uh, five or they have four receivers and a tight end on the field. Sinet quick drop looks at and he he stretches the field again and the, uh, the ball was bobbled by Deion flag on Kane, the play flag, flag on, on the, play. the play. Perhaps this is pass interference. Deion Kane was calling for it, but you see Reed Sinet looking downfield more in oh. top of the quarter than he has previously. It's on the offense. Deion Kane is getting called for this penalty. Ooh. You hate to see that. No, you you know, in, in those situations, you never know who, who did the contact. Was it you? Was it them? The official clearly thinking a push-off from Deion Kane as I look at it. I, know I know, you, I know you're one, the Zach. color commentator, but I would let them play. Let them play. He pushed. He got held. That's all. That's all in the game. So it's second and 20 for the Eagles here. And Reed Sinet, they, they, uh, he, let's see, 14.02 on the clock. Uh, a deeper drop in the ball looks deflected at the line. He was trying to hit Jason Huntley over the middle. Pressure against my guy, Coyote, there at right tackle. You, you want to see him do a little bit better. Yeah, Reed Sinet feels the same way. You see the look on his face there. It looks like he wanted something. Third and 20 here. Don't have a lot in the playbook. For that one, they're at the Eagles 42. What do you expect to see here, Bo? Well, Zach, I think you'd like to see a pass downfield, but given what we've seen from uh, the Eagles offense this preseason, I think they're going to settle for something in the middle of the field. Eagles have three receivers at the top of the screen here, and you have Hightower in motion, sets up behind the tight end, Calcaterra. Uh, Bison that side, you have the running back, Jason Huntley. Sinek goes, he looks across the middle, hits Hightower. Hightower tries to make a move, but gets upended just past midfield, and the Eagles, unless they go for a fourth and long here, they are going to send Aaron Sipos out for the punt. But you do have to say a little bit more calm, a little bit more composed from Sinet. That drive, he made some good passes that were dropped. If you were looking for him to have a little bit of a bounce back after that tough first half, I think you like what you saw from Sinet there, Zach. Sinet speaking to offensive coordinator Shane Steichen, who is calling the plays for the Eagles. Nick Sirianni revealed that. They made that switch last year. Sirianni, the full-time play caller, and Sipos here on the punt, booms it with Devin the Allen right leg. again! And Dev and it look your feet in front of me. Oh, it, there's a fumble there. The ball is free, and the Eagles seem to pick it up there. What a change Leo, of events! Leo, 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 and Matt Leo, the NFL roster exemption, the Australian 6'7", 280, barrels downfield, picks up the fumble, and the Eagles for the first time this game get momentum. You call that a fumble? This is a fumble. Oh man, that was bad. Sorry. I was trying to go Australian there, Zach, but I slipped into British. I'm sorry. I'm too my, fired up. What a play by Devin Allen and Matt Leo. My color commentator here has all of the accents for you. And that was your Bose Pancake House turnover <laughs> of the game. As you see here, no commercial. Oh, get, in there. Eagles. get in there, big boy. 
Eagles back on the field. Reed Snett hands the ball off to Kennedy Brooks. Kennedy Brooks with it. Makes a guy miss, and he hits the touchdown. He hits the end zone for an Eagles touchdown. Eagles get on the board, but there is a flag on the play, and this one looks to be coming back. So looks like that excitement was uh, was a little premature. And this is going to be on my guy, Grant Kalkaterizak. You know, Nick Sirianni earlier this week was asked about what is – the th- what are the things that Calcaterra has to make up for all the time he missed with that hamstring injury? He said the blocking is the number one thing, and you hate to see him get called for this holding call here. Although I got to tell you, looking at the replay, that is ticky-tack. That is ticky-tack nonsense. Let them play. It's the, thir- it's the third quarter of the third preseason game. Come on. But what I always like about you as a color commentator is you don't have your foot on the fence. You go all in, and there you go. I like that to hear that first and 20 on the, it looks like the 19-yard line, quick pass from, ooh, and he hits Kennedy Brooks, and Kennedy Brooks hit hard to the ground there for a little gain. You see a, you see a linebacker named Good, number 53. You think Najee, but that's Cameron Good, Zach. Yeah, remember Cameron Najee Good? Good? Of course I remember Najee Good from West Virginia. The Eagles picked him up, actually, after the 53 was set, so that's an example of how these things could change. And Reed Sinet here, uh, Let's see here. My my feed's a little behind. So as I look, it to seems the, like John Hightower is becoming his go-to guy. Zach. Yeah, John Hightower across the middle for a quick gain. That is a nine-yard gain to the Miami eight-yard line. The Eagles have third and goal from the eight. John Hightower. It's so interesting to think about the you know the draft picks, Zach. That year he goes a round before Quez Watkins. The Eagles drafting three wide receivers. And the third one, it seems like, Quez Watkins now, the best of the three. Well, that's why you take lottery ticks. I'm sorry, lottery picks, basically. Lottery tickets on these players here. And it's third. And You'd goal. love to see Reed make a really big play here, get the momentum turn for this Birds team. And let's see. Reed Sinet with it. He, he rolls to his left, tries to – it looks like he tries to hit Calcaterra, but short on the mm. play. And the Eagles, who thought they had a touchdown at the beginning of this drive, can't capitalize on the turnover, are going to send Jake Elliott out for his for, for the first attempt at points this game. Robbed. What do you think of this decision? Robbed by the refs, Zach. Robbed. This is highway robbery. Let the kids play. Now, down 27 nothing. Do you just try to go for touchdowns to even it up, or are you okay with this decision? Yeah, you know, it's like a shooter, Zach. It's like a shooter. Sometimes you need to see the ball go through the net. I think what the Eagles need right now is to see some points on the board, get that good feeling going, and then they're going to be able to start to get hot, get things rolling after that. Talk about starting hot. Reed Snett started 5 for 5 for 42 yards. Since then, 5 of 12 and has an interception. So slowed down since the beginning of the game. And uh, Jake Yelly, it was 30 of 33 last year, 91% on field goals, was a pro bowler. Out to attempt a 26-yard field goal, and this is up, and it's good. I take by the look on your face that my feet's a little behind. Isn't it commercial now? Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, they just kicked the field goal on my screen. Uh, We will be back after this break. Thank you for listening. Well, I don't need to thank you for listening, but you are listening to Birds with Friends Radio Dolphins 27, Eagles 3. You're doing a great job. Am I? I, I there's some there's some things I need to work on, but no, I'm trying to bring fantastic. The All right. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we can even extend this beyond eight minutes if you want, but it's up my, to you. I mean, we, we said we had a hard out at night or not a hard out. We have to start working on it. I almost slipped there. 
That's a, uh, that's a Roman conversation. Now we have to start finishing uh, or start working on our 53. So you have it when you log on to the athletic.com first thing tomorrow morning. Or I'm, I, I imagine if you're like me, you wake up and you look at the app. That's the first thing you look at. So it's won't be up the when first I thing you look at. That is the first thing I look at. Well, no, actually, no, I, I look at my emails, my texts, but okay. See what Jeffrey says. <laughs> uh no. Uh good for the Bills, Zach. Good for the Bills, yeah. Yeah, good for the Bills. Good for the Bills. Uh they they, they cut the punt god and look, I mean, there's a lot of questions there beyond just them releasing them. What did they know? What did they not want to know? What did they know when? Uh, these are the types of things. <coughs> Excuse me. And are we back here? Yeah. Okay, we're back. I am going to have to look at a different screen. Oh, sorry for that. Okay. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Birds with Friends Radio. Zach Berman with Bo Wolf here in the third quarter of this Eagles-Dolphins game. Dolphins 27-3, 11-28 on the clock. The Eagles set the kickoff to the Miami Dolphins after forcing a turnover. Special teams the probably the only bright spot of the game tonight. You know, Zach, they're showing Devin Allen on the broadcast now, and and you wonder hey, he's looked so good on special teams. Is there a, is there a special team spot for Devin Allen on this team? That would surprise me at, at, at this point, but I, I expect him to be a practice squad player who they can develop in a long time since he played Jake Elliott there with the touchback. Miami Dolphins take the field here. We will see who's coming on the field for the Dolphins. Oh, you know, Zach, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, Dave Spadaro, your former boss here, getting hit in the head by Jason Kelsey. Mine and yours. Correct there. And Dom DeSandro, the Eagles, uh, vice president of team security, looking on. Jason Kelsey speaking here to Dave Spadaro. And, the Miami Dolphins have a new quarterback, Skyler Thompson, taking the field for the Miami Dolphins. Skyler Thompson uh, is uh, the third-string quarterback and former Kansas State product. Skyler's um, the limit, they say. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and the first play there is a six-yard run by Sony Michelle. Sets up a second and four from Miami's 31-yard line. And the tackle there, Zach, made by Davion Taylor, who we talked about, had a bad game last week, looked a little bit lost. Nice to see him in on the action and also Reed Blankenship, my guy, making sure he gets in on the tackle as well. If you can enlighten me, why is Reed Blankenship your guy? Well, Zach, you know, every year I just sort of look for a guy who's at the bottom of the roster who flashes. And for me, Blankenship has been the guy who has really impressed. I, I hope he makes the team. There you go, and there is an incomplete pass by Skylar Thompson. The pass is uh, short to the left there, and we have a and third who was and four. The third was a Reed Blankenship it was as Reed well. Reed Blankenship, baby. Making the play. Third and four here at the Miami 31. Can the Eagles be regaining some momentum? You certainly hope so. There's plenty of ball game left, Zach. This is a, this is a three-score game if you're going for two. Good way to think about it, of course, 24 points. And this would be the type of thing where you look at four, uh, uh, going for two-point conversions. Uh, I like to see Skyler Johnny Gannon bring a little heat here on third down. 
The Eagles have four down linemen on the play, two backers. Skylar Thompson sets back, and he hits across the middle, and that appears to be Hunter Long, the rookie out of Boston College for 18 yards, and Carrie Vincent Jr. injured on the play. Carrie mm, Vincent. You know, that's a, tough, that's a tough part about this business, Zach. You know, these guys fighting for their roster lives. This is the game for them. For this is this is their Super Bowl, and then you see a guy go down and get injured. You don't know. We don't know how serious this injury is, but uh, this is this is what's what makes football such a hard sport. I I agree with you. There it was Mario Goodrich on the tackle, 18 yards. Like I said, first and ten at Miami's 49. Resetting here, 27 to three for the Dolphins. They scored 27 points in the first half. The Eagles getting the three in the second half. I'm telling you, this game is not over. This Eagles team, these bottom-of-the-roster guys, they've got some fight in them, although I do have to say they've been playing a lot. I don't know how much they're going to have left in the tank come the fourth quarter of this game. Oh, and that's that's tough to see. Kerry Vincent Jr., non-contact injury, falling down on uh, uh, while in coverage, but walks off the field on his own power. Certainly something to monitor with roster cuts coming up. Looks like he's walking off under his own power. That's That's a good sign, Zach. I believe I just said that. Yeah, though. Grabbing that left, <laughs> grabbing that left calf. I'm sorry, the Phillies made a trade. I had to... <laughs> looks like looks like they've reacquired um, Jim Eisenreich, and so I just needed to see what happened there. Uh, the Phillies are hot right now. Can the Eagles be hot? We'll see. The Eagle uh, Miami Dolphins under center here is Skyler Thompson on first and ten, and a uh, little play action rolls out to his left side, goes deep downfield. In coverage is Tate Gowan, but in flag on the field, my guess is this is going to be against Tate Gowan for pass interference. If so, that would be quite the penalty. That looks like come on with these penalties. Come on with these. Yeah, but as we watch the replay here, you know what? I think that's the right call. Tate Gowan all over him has his left arm inside the jersey. Uh, they'll call that anytime, but that is a major penalty. As Ukonma is pushing off, just like Deion Kane was. What? What's? Uh, what's? How about a little consistency from these refs? Is it offensive? Is it defensive? Let them play. Forty-one yards downfield, and it is first and goal now for the Dolphins. Tough night for the Eagles. They 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 thought they were stopping him as Jonathan Gannon looks on, talking in his headset. Skylar Thompson under center with Sony Michelle behind him, man in motion here. Handoff to Sony Michelle. Quick run here at Eagles up end him. That's Marvin Wilson on the tackle. Marvin Wilson has had a nice summer for the Eagles. Makes the stop after four yards. Call Marvin Wilson. Big Marv. Big Marv has had a good summer. I agree. Second and goal at the six-yard line. Eagles here. I'm trying to see what formation they're in, but we have the tight camera on Marvin Wilson. Uh, Miami Dolphins. These guys are gassed. I don't blame them. You're right. Hot night down in Florida. Uh, let's see here. There you go. Skylar Thompson under center. Eagles with four down linemen. Uh, and a little nice pressure there by Kyron Johnson. Skylar Thompson throws it away. Incomplete pass. I like a Kyron Johnson, Zach. I think he's shown some real pass rush flash over the past couple of weeks. Good athlete. Uh, I think there's a good chance the Eagles are going to keep both him and Patrick Johnson behind Hassan Reddick. Someone who can help on special teams as well. He did not fall for that play action fake and stays all over Skyler Thompson. A little 
uh, Big 12 on Big 12 there, Kansas on Kansas State. You think they've had some encounters in the past, haven't they? <laughs> you certainly would think so, Zach. You certainly would. And here you go. Third and goal at the six-yard line. Skyler Thompson drops back. Pump fakes. Throws it. A short pass, but Hunter Thompson steps in front of oh, Damian Taylor for the touchdown. Six-yard touchdown. Uh, you that not what you'd like to see there. Davion Taylor in coverage, and it looked like I gotta say this you never want to talk about want to. It looked like Hunter Long wanted the ball more than Davion Taylor on that play. Yeah, you know what, Zach? And I, I think I have the same reaction as you did. He's sitting there waiting for the ball, he's not going to attack it, he's looking for the interception, not fully aware of what's going on around him. And that's sort of been the knock against Davion Taylor. You would think three years into his NFL career. He'd be a little bit more aware of what's going on there. And I think whether he makes the team might come down to special teams, Zach. Good analysis. And that will bring it to 33-3, pending the extra point. All that momentum the Eagles had generated off the board. I'm furious. <laughs> I could tell. Hey. <laughs> so I'm, I can't I'm tell for... you sending us to break. Uh, no, I'm waiting for the extra talk? point here. I'm waiting okay. for the extra point. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Uh, sorry, I, the, the, sorry. Um, we're, it's still pending the extra point. We have not seen the extra point because that is because the play is under review. I'm trying to see what they're trying to evaluate. Did the ball come mm. out? What do you think, Bo? Well, being I think in when he so, when he secures the catch, is he over the goal line? It might be. It could be short of the goal line. You see, guys, he's down. He is short of the goal line, but you know, these, these NFL rules, they change him every year. That's the problem with the NFL. In my opinion, you know, it's a catch every time it's, is this a catch? Is it not? Is he in the end zone? Were his feet in the end zone? Who knows these days? How about, how about we make things a little bit easier, Roger? It surprises me that you think the problem in the NFL is the definition of catch. Well, that and racist owners. <laughs> And we are going to commercial here just in time. Uh, we will have the result of the review after that. Uh, as of now, 33-3, but if they take it off the board, it will be 27-3 plays under review. We will be back after this break. <laughs> we, we, you know, we made the broadcast. We made it two hours before somebody got fired. <laughs> how's it going so far? I'm curious. Uh, you know, you're doing how's... a good job. Okay. All right. Um, it's kind of fun to do the play-by-play, -play, right? Yeah, I didn't prepare for the play-by-play, -play, but it, it, yeah, it is. It's you know, it actually helps with the, uh, um, you know, the the look, look when you do a high school game, you the the first thing you got to do is is you know down distance spot on the field, right? Um, so you know, it helps you reset every play. I, I got to admit, when I'm um, doing the color, I'm not uh, you know, I don't have my chart in front of me. I'm not you know, I'm not charting that, so. Uh, you don't always have down distance right in front, but I have that obviously here in the play-by-play. -play. Uh, so we are waiting for the re result of the review. Can I give a little tease about what it's going to be? Because I have the live stats in front of me, and apparently down in Miami, they have ruled this a touchdown. They have ruled this a touchdown, so the play is upheld. Miami takes the 33-3 lead. Hmm. That's too bad. Guy Couch says, Bo is great at this. Zach is Dennis Miller. Not quite what I was going for, but uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate You're much less political. 
<laughs> that is true, actually. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a Dennis Miller uh, impression in my head. <laughs> and it's like so smarmy. And... Um, hey, you know, Raj, this reminds me. Uh, I can't do it. I got. I don't have old enough cultural references for him. But I, I got to say, when you think of the uh, of the greats out of the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications, whether it's Bob Costas or Mike Tirico or Ian Eagle, uh, I mean, you go on down the list. I don't think they're going to they're going to be adding my play by play to that anytime soon. Why not? Got some work to do, but uh, this is fun. And as we watch the re- oh, I'm sorry, here three, two, one. Welcome back to Birds with Friends Radio. The review has been completed, and bad news for our listeners. It is a Miami Dolphins touchdown. Dolphins, they ruled that Hunter Long crossed the plane, had a clean catch. Dolphins get the touchdown, and Jason Sanders with the extra point. Miami Dolphins take a 34-3 lead over the Eagles. You know, Zach, I know it's the preseason. I know that the results don't matter. But if you're Nick Sirianni, you're seeing a lopsided score like 34-3. to and you know that you are you are just livid. And you know what? Maybe it's going to make the cuts a little bit easier for our boy Sirianni. What do you think he says on the plane ride home? I don't know. I just hope he doesn't have anything sharp on him. I hope there are no sharp objects. Well, they don't let those on planes. Uh, we're going to do one more drive here, and then we are going to wrap this up for the evening. You are listening to Birds with Friends Radio. Uh, resetting you here. I am Zach Berman along on this call with Bo Wolf and Dolphins 34 Eagles three nine eighteen remaining in not just this game, but in the preseason before the season gets going. As we look on the screen, Dave Spadaro, the Eagles insider with his shades on, he probably doesn't want to see this product on the field tonight. <laughs> that's good that's why you're the best Zach you got the play-by-play and the comedic chefs you're a little bit like Dennis Miller <laughs> Dennis Miller of course the former Monday Night Football commentator that is a touchback uh, the Eagles will take the field first and 10 at the 25 let's see who is playing quarterback for the Eagles are expecting it to be Reed Sinet again and it is Reed Sinet again What's the deal with Car? What's the deal with Carson Strong, man? He's not strong, and he's not even a car, son. Well, he's he is uh, someone who came in with much fanfare, or much hype, and hasn't lived up to it. The Eagles here in shotgun on first and ten. They got uh, they got two receivers bottom screen, two at the top, and it is a handoff to Kennedy Brooks. Gets one yard tackled. By Channing Tindall. Channing Tindall, the former teammate of Eagles third round pick, Nicobe Dean. I don't think Nicobe Dean played tonight, Zach. Unless he was on that first uh, drive on defense. It seems like the Eagles uh, treating him like a uh, starting caliber guy. Well, he was in uniform tonight. So uh, something to see here. Second and nine. Uh, the Eagles have three receivers, a tight end, and a running back on the field. Uh, play action. And. Incomplete pass to Deion Kane. Deion Kane heavily targeted tonight. Five targets, second most on the team behind Jason Huntley, but only has two catches. Yeah, disappointing uh, after his big performance last week. Five catches for 56 yards, I believe. And uh, Deion Kane on the roster bubble. My guess is that that bubble may, might burst just because he's a, little, a touch older and he's been around the league a little bit. 
And here we go. Third and nine. Reaching that in shotgun for the Eagles. Takes the snap. Drops back. Ooh, the Dolphins with pressure. And it's, ooh, gets hit right down the middle. Tough to bad coverage by the Eagles. And you got to get rid of the sack. ball. Got to get rid of the ball. Yeah, big time sack for the Dolphins for a 10-yard loss. And that drive, that play is similar to how this night is going for the Eagles. They look that that is not the Michael Dunn moving company lock of the game. Cameron Tom at right guard sort of missed in picking up that, that uh, looping pass rusher. He sort of whiffed. Not really what you want to see. Aaron Sipos out for the punt here on fourth and 19. This will be the final play of birds with friends radio. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in and we will see what happens as we watch the offensive line recapping what just occurred on that play. Yeah, they're probably saying, what were you doing, man? You're supposed to block the guy, not whiff. <laughs> See this play clock going down. They, I mean, they knew they were punting. They had to get that out there quickly. Aaron Sipos, booming punt with his right leg. And it... Look at Je Devin Allen fly down the field. Once again, Devin Allen trying to make this team as a special teamer. He, he downs it at the 38-yard line. Uh, for a 46-yard punt. Dolphins 34, Eagles 3. It's been a pleasure, my friend. It's been a pleasure should we wrap it up? Should, should we wrap it up or keep going? Your call. I think you should wrap up the radio part. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. Uh, thank you for listening here to Birds with Friends Radio. It's been a, a uh, treat to give you all your preseason action. You can follow our coverage on theathletic.com. Uh, and if you don't subscribe, subscribe today for $1 a month for the next six months for birds with friends radio. I'm Zach Berman with Bo Wolf. Good job. That was actually fun. I enjoyed that. As opposed to every other podcast we do. <laughs> you sound well, surprised. No, I mean, it's, it's a little different when you, when you're in the driver's seat, right? So, mm. um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. All right. You know, you tried it. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Um, any final thoughts? I mean, obviously, bad showing by the Eagles tonight. Wouldn't overstate <laughs> this. Uh, they were going up against, yeah, they were going up against the top of Miami's roster. Uh, but look, there were going to be some interesting decisions. Curious to see, I'm curious to see uh, potential trades. And then just the last thing I'll, I'll, I'll acknowledge is, uh, is Bo's hitting on the head. If you're looking for surprises, my guess is it's Howie Roseman playing kind of the, the IR roulette there in, they have guys that they plan to put on come Wednesday. So pay attention to that. I don't know. Devin Allen is in my head now. Interesting. I mean, he's 27, he but yeah. Like he's probably less likely to make it through waivers. You uh, think so? Eagles you think not, someone's claiming Devin? Then someone like Deion Kane, for instance. Oh yeah. Well, I agree um, with that. I mean, I agree with that. And if like he, what if he's really good at special teams? Well, that's he was, he's killing about. it as a gunner tonight. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's that could be the shock. That's 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 something to think about. Um, well, I I he's I been really you, bad as a receiver though you see, most you see, of the time. You see, by the way, Nicobe Dean has grass stains on his jersey, so okay, he did yeah. play tonight. Yes. Or he didn't play and he fell over on the sideline. No, I think he played. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think he did play that first series or two. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You, you want to wrap us up here? I don't know. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous about this roster. I'm not going to. Oh, my last my last few days as king. I, I don't know. Don't speak like that. It would be a real heel turn if you if you if you win and then like you should you should really be over the top boastful about it. First of all, I would not. And if I do win, the reason is because I've I've been I've been getting your insights throughout this Please, office get out of here this summer. So, well, if it's not me, I hope it's you. Well, thank you, um, thank you. But I, I hope I, it's me. I hope it's you too. I know how much. Honestly, I know how much it means to you. And I'm trying to uh, think of what the best like if we were if we were booking this. Uh, wrestling wise what the best angle would be mm-hmm. um i don't know what that means by the way well wrestling's real zach um, <laughs> but i think if we were like what's the best storyline i think probably the best storyline is me losing on uh, a practice squad tiebreaker to probably to you i think that's the best storyline <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, and I, it's because I left off, uh, like you know, Sua or somebody. Yeah, who's, yeah, who's exactly. Like close, or close like to Coyote or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, I gotta say, I mean, one thing I'll say is we've used the qualifier that well, this is what you'd expect when the starters are going up against the second teamers. That explains the first half, right, or the first quarter. What you're seeing here is the third teamers against the third teamers, and yeah, but Miami's. I mean, but very Definitely. seriously, though, like it is, these guys have been on the field most of the game. They're exhausted. The 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 Dolphins guys. This is like they're fresh. They're the they're the threes. They didn't play in the first half. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kyron Johnson's gonna be on the roster this year, right? So, uh, yeah, but he's but fucking wind. Yeah. All right. I mean, I it's obviously it's not ideal. Yeah. You know, they're not gonna yeah. be happy. But. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, 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 we will see. So, so we will be back on Tuesday. For our uh, listeners, we, we will be back to assess the 53-man roster. We'll talk to Howie Roseman, and we'll have uh, all the insight you need. You can find our 53-man rosters on the site on uh, on Sunday morning. We'll have some fun stories for you uh, during this next week as well. All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Uh, thanks to Zach and uh, our play-by-play listeners um, and Marissa. Go Browns. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Tuesday unless there's a uh, emergency pod-worthy trade that happens or something like that. And thanks for hanging. So, for everybody, I'm Bo. Thanks for listening. Thanks uh, for those of you who joined us in the chat. And as always, especially the sex bots, we love you.